Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Everything But The Kitchen Sink. So, for those of you who are new listeners, you may have heard that we talk about other things other than movies, and it's true. And today is proof of it. I know. We've been lazy. We've been really on the movie train lately. But this is our NBA Playoff Preview Podcast. We recorded it during the play-in games. Obviously, the first round is just underway. Uh, so we recorded it before that. But you don't care. And hey, if you know nothing about basketball, there is still plenty in this episode for you. We actually catered it for you if you know nothing about basketball. This is your rubric for the NBA playoffs. I hope you enjoy I, I know we, we really enjoyed recording it. So um, also at the end, uh, Jonathan, my wonderful, wonderful friend, a.k.a. Jay Yeti, came on to record this one with me um, and his audio cut out at the end. So it ends a bit abruptly, but I'll come in at the end to kind of guide you out. Um, and uh, yeah, enjoy. Let's get at it. Cue the music. I don't, that's not a, that's not a song that I've ever sung before. Um, it's a, yeah, it was a celebratory entrance. It was kind of like a WWE entrance for you. Oh, thanks. Um, we're here. Jonathan is here, everybody. Um, welcome back to the pod, Jonathan. What's up? Um, so it's good, it's good to be back. <laughs> you know what, Jonathan? This is not only an entrance for you. It's also an entrance and a reminder that on this podcast, we do talk about other things other than movies. I, I'd been up, I'd been up so many nights, just sleepless nights in bed thinking to myself, I've only talked about movies on the podcast for so long and that Mm. needed to change. It's not called movies in the kitchen sink. It's called everything but the kitchen sink. Yes. Which to be fair. Yeah. Kyle Slade on those Sinky's podcasts. Did he? Didn't time he? To take a sh- time to take a shift. Listen, he is a part of a series of co-hosts. He's not the only co-host. He Certainly doesn't get not. to claim that. I mean, he does have the... He's the leader in the clubhouse, you know? <laughs> he's, it, he is the prime. <laughs> he's like LeBron in his prime. I get it. No, for sure. And it's mainly because Kyle will always say yes. Kyle, Kyle is available to talk movies whenever. And it's also because I think I'm the only person who will talk awards with Kyle. Uh, yeah. at this point I'm, you know, so we both humor each other, but uh, to be fair, the Oscars this year, the Oscars this year, were actually people <laughs> talked about the Oscars this year. People talked a lot about the Oscars. People yeah. talked too much about the Oscars. Arguably. <laughs> and none of them saw drive my car. <laughs> no, I did though. And that was, I like almost leapt out of my seat when I heard that, that one. At the and CPs. you, you were mentioned in the podcast for having drive my car second in your yeah. vote. I, I almost put it first. I was like, literally, it was it was the hair, just a if hair you, difference. The 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 Sinky's body is a very eclectic. I don't know if that's the correct word, but uh, a a great group of people of all walks of life, of all backgrounds. What was your number one movie verified Sinky's voter, Jonathan? What was it? I put down with with great. Um, there was Gusto? a great debate in no. Oh, there's okay. a great debate in my soul over whether to put this movie one or like fourth. I put Licorice Pizza number one. Wow, I'm so with you on that. I mean, it was mm. clear 
it was clear that everybody loved licorice pizza because it got it broke the record for nominations we had 21 yeah. i was drunk i was so drunk and yet i remember <laughs> that number being told to me it through was, a yeah. haze of vodka um, incredible yeah, I, and I also like how even in this sports podcast that we're going to do today, we've started off with Drive My Car and Licorice Pizza. 100%. <laughs> Two movies and, that we definitely haven't <laughs> talked enough about on this podcast. No, no, no. <laughs> um, no, Licorice Pizza was amazing, though. Um, you know, I, I, I don't even know. Like, I, I'm kind of shook it didn't win. I thought it was going to win. I thought that or West Side Story. I just There wasn't even an idea in my brain that drive my car could have won um it, it, it shocked it broke me, me. It broke i thought me. licorice pizza or, or west side would win as well i also just couldn't believe i mean like i don't know where we became so we, we've like ditched all action movies and popcorn movies in the sinkies so mm. I, I don't know what i'm gonna do but i, I gotta get i think i just gotta get everybody psyched about action movies again although i'm going to see every i think it's called everyone everywhere all at once tonight which is an action mm-hmm. movie that apparently is incredible and i think jackass forever is gonna get a best picture nomination at next year's sinkies so oh, i'll good. be happy did you, are, did you great. see Jackass Forever? I have not yet. I have not yet. What Jonathan. I will say is I, I was one of the few that felt I hadn't seen enough to be a part of the nomination pool. Okay. And so I, I, and so I, I only did my winner's ballot, which I had seen nine of the ten. So just putting that out there, I, I did you know, come through at least a little. But wow. had, I been, had I been on the nominations ballot, Spider-Man would have made my, my nominations list. So, Easily. This is, listen, this is great for any Sinkies voters listening, potential Sinkies voters. You can see one movie in a year, and we've had this happen. John Garrett Stoker, friend of the pod. John Garrett Stoker has put in nominations ballots before where he's seen two movies that he liked in a year. And he's been like, these are my two movies. He nominates them for a ton of shit, and that's it. And he's like, I, I honestly don't care, and I'm going to do that. You could have done it. You can nominate if you if you are given a nomination ballot. You can nominate as much or as little as you want. Now, some people like myself literally spend more time on their nominations than their taxes. But <laughs> uh, like you know, every, it, it, it's to each their own. The point is, you've been given the right to nominate whatever you want to. So selfishly, I wish you had because I had to go through every single category and not see any spider-man stuff and just get mad and then see the eternals popping up and and lose my mind yeah it's true and and the best water that you mentioned on the podcast you know that would have been my best water and it didn't win it didn't even get a nom timothy chalamet's um oh the butt juice butthole juice you turned me on to his butt juice before anybody else the butt sweat getting sucked back up to be potable drinking water i can't i just cannot believe how incredible that water must be uh, delicious delicious <laughs> and if tim tim shall sh- i mean i'll take anything from his rectum i'll no, take anything no question <laughs> and what water is not come on now okay anyway oh. um enough of rectum talk time to get rectified with some nba talk so Amen. we are going to talk nba playoffs now Jonathan, a lot of our listeners, uh, first of all, some of them are listening and they're like, why hasn't he said Chicago Fire yet? There you go. I said it. Oh, keep listening. (laughs) (laughs) Jonathan is probably the biggest Chicago Fire fan there is. I am. Um, I am. uh, Just you wait. (laughs) No, I'm nervous. Okay. Anyway, um, all that is to say, a lot of them, they don't watch basketball. This is our chance to baptize them in the National Basketball Association 
and we don't take that we don't take that lightly, do we? Mm-mm. No, I not at I all. don't, and I know you don't. So we don't, and we are going to not only convince you to watch the playoffs, but hopefully give you a nice pair of like the good 3D glasses where you're watching it and it is vibrantly jumping off the screen because you have context for it, and we're really excited to give that to you. Because for each team, we are going to give a pop culture or just life reference that helps you contextualize that team. And Jonathan's very excited about it. I've got almost an entire list. (laughs) I couldn't help myself. (laughs) Oh, fantastic. (laughs) Amazing. So for today, we are going to do predictions for the playoffs. But we did this in the bubble, and I kind of want to bring back this game. I want to refresh it a little bit. We each will make a prediction of one of the matchups. We'll go back and forth. We'll pass the rock. Right. We're going to pass that rock, dish Mm -hmm. and dime, and I'll make a prediction for a series, then you'll make a prediction, and we'll go series to series. And then when do we want to switch to game to game? Conference finals or the finals? Yeah, I feel like maybe just the finals is maybe is just where the finals. We don't need to. Yeah, we don't need to. We don't need to be. You know, we don't want to take forever. Um, but veto, veto. We still vetoing. Yes, I think we each get one veto for okay. the um lead up to the finals, and then the finals, the games, we have to be unanimous on each game. Great. We have to be unanimous on those games. Great. Now. The question is, here's the real question of the game. If one of us does not want to let the other one veto, how can we override? We have a couple options here. So, if there is an override situation where let's mm-hmm. say I say I want I think the Celtics are going to win this and you're like veto and I'm like no, the Celtics okay. are gonna win this, I can keep that decision but you get to pick a dare that I have to do. Mm. And in order to keep the Celtics winning, I have to accept the dare. Interesting. So I, I can override one if I'm willing to do whatever the dare is. Let's say great. it can be a truth. Maybe it's a truth or a dare. Maybe it's oh, truth okay, or great. dare. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Okay. We'll, we'll yeah. let that happen. It might not happen, but if it does. If it does. If it does. Or two. I also just want to say the last time we did this game, I miraculously... In the best prediction I've ever had on this podcast, predicted the Heat would go to the finals. And I Yes, you did. I, I couldn't even we couldn't even do a playoff prediction podcast last year because I didn't want to relinquish my crown from that. And to be honest, we didn't just ha- you didn't just have the Heat. Didn't we have did we have Heat Lakers? I thought we had Heat Lakers. And yes. Lakers win. So we yeah. had it pretty I, we I mean might we have something to be proud of. So the one listener who wants to go back and do this, we might have had Heat and Six. I mean, Lakers and Six. We might have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe five. But we definitely had... Because who else would... No, we definitely didn't go with anybody else out of the Western Conference that year. No, I'm wondering Unless if we it was went the with somebody else for the East. Unless, no, because we, we had Lakers because it was Clippers. a big... John, we had a big argument with John to get the Lakers in. So, you know, but I'm we're back now. Bubble season's over. But... You, we're going to talk about this a little bit. Um, I was incredibly bored with a capital B by last year's playoffs. Like, mm-hmm. I was so bored outside of the first round of games. First round of games I loved. And after that, I legit only watched maybe two full games. Like, I was so bored by what last year's playoffs were. And this year, I legitimately am rock hard. Oh, I'm my gosh. so excited. I'm so excited. 
I'm so ready for this. Any, like, almost any matchup, I'm like, okay, that'll be fun. Absolutely. And, I, I mean, personally, I'm trying to think of the last playoffs that I was, like, this excited for. I think it had to be, like, maybe, like, Bulls 2015-2016 when, like, D-Rose was healthy again. Like, mm-hmm. that was probably the last time that I had been healthy. And, I mean, it's only fitting that the Bulls are, like, semi-relevant again, and that's also why I'm so excited, as as we're both massive Bulls fans. But I, it's just also the storylines are just unbelievable. Yes, and, and it just feels wide open. Yeah, absolutely wide open. Um, case in point, I have money on, like, seven different teams. I think I lose money no matter who wins, but... That's great. You know... But you could you have more chances to be a winner. <laughs> you bet on every team, you're never gonna lose. Uh, okay, awesome. Let's just get right into it, um, and let's talk about drive my car. No, I, um, okay. So um, we've already seen the seven seeds are decided. We have the Nets and the Timberwolves. The nine ten are playing each other to see who's gonna win the eight seeds. So. Let's, we'll each make a prediction. We each get to start by making a prediction on who's going to be in the eight seed. Great. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then each time we'll switch. So we don't end up in the same conference each time. Wonderful. Okay. So I have the East. So it's going to be right now. The Hawks are beating the Hornets in the first quarter. Um, I've watched the Hornets. Um, I guess, I guess we're bidding, I guess we're bidding farewell to a team right now because it's definitely not going to be the Hornets. Um, the Hornets are, I got to see them live a month ago. I got to see them with LaMelo, um, which by the way, LaMelo ball, like, uh, I'm not sure where you fall on the LaMelo ball spectrum of being like, he is the greatest player you've ever seen. He's overrated, (laughs) like whatever you feel. But one of the things that will break your brain when you see him live is how quick he is. His his like his fake passes when he jukes and like throws his the, the right hand on top of the ball one way before like a bounce pass the other way or mm-hmm. right like his first step, he is so quick for how tall he is. It makes no sense. So even his step back is like like I feel like it's kind of labored when James Harden, especially fat James Harden, does a step back. Like, like it's almost like telegraphed at this point, but it's still a step back three, and you, you can't really mm-hmm. get out there. For right. LaMelo, if he steps back, he's already off the ground before you even realize that he's shooting a three. He's so right. quick. And I think I expected him to be really, really smooth, but had no idea how quick he is. Um, but the team itself, I actually thought was really bad. <laughs> I thought the team was, like, super just not good. They played no defense, and um, the Bucks had their way with them. So um, I guess uh, this is our and – I, and I think that I should maybe, – maybe I should make an apology to Charlotte for, um, for letting them go. Uh, so um, I, guess, I guess I'll apologize here. Um, dear Charlotte, uh, I'm so sorry that you – had to go so soon um but you're a 10 seed so no one cares <laughs> sincerely me wow yeah i think they're gonna really take that well i think so uh and so then it's gonna be hawks or uh hawks Cavs. or Cavs, and um i'm gonna take the hawks because uh the Cavs have looked really bad the last month and um i would give an apology for cleveland but as joe Akeem noah says nobody wants to move to cleveland 
Sincerely. Dang. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to veto any of my things as I send the Hawks to the eight seed? No, I mean, I'm, I'll am i be rooting for the Cavs, but... Well, and Trey, um, Trey will try... He, the Hawks he are going to make it. Yeah, he will want to shush the the quick and loans arena in Cleveland like he did MSG, but no one will be making any noise, so there'll be nothing to shush. It won't be the same. It no, the, the same. nothing to shush. Who's going to be the eighth seed in the West, Jonathan? Yeah, so um, the, what is that, first matchup, Pelicans and Spurs? Something like that. My the, apologies. The two, the two teams that both were supposed to lose to the Lakers, and yes. uh, mm-hmm. they shouldn't have been there. And, and neither of them should have been there, just like the Lakers don't deserve to be there. Um, preach, preach, preach. Uh, my, my condolences go out to the city of San Antonio. Oh, yes. A city yes. that has been loyal to their team yes. through um, thick and thin and barely anything, actually. So who knows if they're good fans. Um, hopefully Pop strings it together for another few years and can coach until he is in his coffin on the yes. side of the, you know, yeah. court. Pelicans move on. The Pelicans play the Clippers, and I I think the Clippers handily take care of the Pelicans. New Orleans, um, it's not me you need an apology from. It is Zion Williamson. Oh, okay. Yes, a, a very big apology. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 like, did, have you watched any Pelicans League Pass? Yeah, they're they're actually kind of fun, and I will say, um, is Alvarado? Oh. <laughs> that dude is wilding. That dude is absolutely wilding. I thought you were gonna say Herb Jones. Have you seen the two minute Herb Jones? Herb Jones is Jones? awesome. Herb Jones is unreal. Also, that name he has the most layman's term name. Herb Jones. Herb Jones. Herb Jones is the guy who always gets his hair cut Monday, 10 a.m. at the barbershop. He's the same. He's Herb Jones. He's there. And he has the most lame name and yet is so good. I, him blocking three-pointers is the sexiest thing ever to me. Tr- truly. You know who You know who I, I like feel that they're in the same realm, and yeah. yet they couldn't be possibly any different mm-hmm. via name? Is Herb Jones on the one end of the spectrum, like a dude who's great, has 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 the crappiest name, but he's coming on strong. He's he's got good defense. He tries really hard. Yes, Bones Highland. Yes, Bones Highland is yes. the greatest name in the NBA. Gosh, and like it's... they're kind of similar, but just a name. What a name will do for you, Bones Highland. Mm-hmm. Bones, I I might need to name a child Bones. That is, it's such a good name. <laughs> It's such a good name. However, I would have real anxiety as a child named Bones that I'm just never yeah. gonna live up to that name. Like I wouldn't have. Is that on his birth certificate? Is Bones is Bones on his birth Surely certificate? Surely not. Surely right? not. Right? <laughs> because if you earn the nickname Bones, I'm like, okay, cool. Like you yeah. earned the name Pop Smoke. Like, okay. <laughs> All right, cool. You there's Sauce something. Sauce Castillo. Hood. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> because of a because it's because of closed captioning getting your name yeah, wrong. CC. Um, yeah, but the but but if your bones is like on your birth certificate, like I feel like mm. you have to get in a, like in fifth grade, you have to just punch a mother in the face. Like you can't yeah. even like think twice about it. And then your parents mm. come to pick you up and they're like, "Why'd you do it?" And you're like, "You named me Bones. You you <laughs> made them. You do this. You did this." <laughs> yeah, 
All right. So we'll get to uh, Bones I, later. But, well, yeah, Bones, <laughs> San Antonio, goodbye. <laughs> I feel like their fans are actually kind of the only reason San Antonio is happy is because their win was the, the Lakers' loss. Like, like mm-hmm. th- that's why the the Spurs nation rose up. Um, okay, cool. So great. We have our one eight. Odds are we're totally wrong, and we've already messed up our predictions. We're starting strong. So I'll go do 1-8 in the West since I did the 8 seed in the East. Um, so, uh, and and to no one's surprise, neither of us vetoed. We really <laughs> cared about these 8 seeds. Okay, 1-8. Um, so hot take on um, the Suns. Um, the Suns. I so Jonathan and I had also talked about how we wanted to we want to make we want to make basketball more approachable, more right. We want to make it. For the we want to give con- yeah for the people. Some of you are already like Bones Highland. What are you talking about? So the Phoenix Suns are the best team in basketball. They're incredible. They are really well balanced. Uh, they have the point god Chris Paul um, doing ridiculous things every da- every night. Devin Booker's getting better. Their whole team is really amazing. They play incredible offense. It's a great team. However, the Phoenix Suns are elevator music. They Ooh. bore me. They bore mm. me so bad, Jonathan. Mm. They bore me so bad. I know this is blasphemous to say, but if I was to come up with a reference for them, I would call them elevator music. I Dang. I know I I I know I know I, I there somebody somewhere is like, how are you bored by this team? But I am. I don't like. I I really appreciate Chris Paul. I'm like, good job, buddy. You're so great. I was so bored by their run last year. And I'm so bored by them being good this year. The only reason that I was super excited was I was really hoping they would get to play Anthony Davis and LeBron James in a playoff series and play both of them healthy Mm -hmm. and win. And I will be excited for them. It's like if Elevator Music won an award at the Grammys. I'd be excited. Like, wow. If Chris Paul wins a championship, so exciting. Deserved. Deserved. I will be excited for them. Great. I will not watch. I don't care about mm. Phoenix. I don't care if it's Dang. Phoenix in four, Phoenix in six, Phoenix in never. I don't care, and it's boring. But let me tell you what. They 100% will beat the Clippers. Uh, mm. Unless Kawhi Leonard comes in on a cloud, and and similar to the cloud that he's in in the Drake music video, Too Sexy, check it out. <laughs> play it, Jimmy. Play it, play yeah. it. Comes on in. It's just his normal troll self. Um, unless that happens, and they still would lose, it's going to be the Suns. Yeah, that's that's all I have to say about that. All right, we've got the Miami Heat versus the Atlanta Hawks. Pop quiz: Did you like on was was Miami getting the number one seed on your bingo card at all this year? Um, it was it was it was not. I was not somebody who came into the year like, definitely they're going to be number one. Uh, but I, and I, and honestly, I still feel pretty much the same. I'm like, are they, do they deserve to be number one? Sure. Is that a possibility that they could win the East? I guess. But I just don't, I don't know where I sit on them. I watched a ton of heat this year. I watched a lot of heat. I had a ton of money on heat games. First of all, like I didn't understand like like last year, I think one of the things that I like quickly understood about the Heat was that being in the bubble, doing the bubble run like they did, going as far as they did, 
And and you saw this on the Lakers as well. Like the team was just like unbelievably gassed totally. from like day one. And they already were kind of like an old team. Like and and they were just gassed. And it seemed like they like kind of punted on the year. Like they punted on the regular season, like almost all of last season. Like they right. just like never locked in. It it just didn't it didn't compute. And then what was so crazy was when they came to the playoffs, I, I had a ton of money. I really thought the Heat would, would put up a good fight against the Bucks. I think they were swept or they lost in five. And I, I don't think the Heat were fully ready for like the new version of the Bucks that we saw in the playoffs last year. Like the version of the Bucks that like actually knows what to do in the last two minutes. The version of the Bucks that like like Chris Middleton is actually going to make shots. Giannis is going to make free throws. Like like basically what happened, you know, when anybody ran into the Bucks last year, you know, aside from like the Nets. But like I don't think the Heat were expecting that. I think they felt they could turn it on in the yeah. postseason. They were going to just, you know, just jockey for a four seed or whatever and then they 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 couldn't turn it on. So coming into this year I was extremely high on them. I didn't like love the Kyle Lowry pickup, but I was really high on them. And I also just felt like the whole like Tyler Hero is now all of a sudden a bust thing was just a joke because like I still saw the same cat that I was like Tyler Hero is going to be a great player and he's 22 years old and he's going to figure it out so watching Tyler Hero be successful I felt like I like was on that island you know him coming back like because I just don't think you have that level of playoff success just arbitrarily and then you are a bust I just don't think that happens like yeah, I, I don't know rare. yeah so so the heat having success this year I was really I expected but also like last year I was afraid to say this to anybody, but I like didn't think Bam Adebayo was that good last year. Like people would be like, "Oh my gosh, Bam Adebayo can initiate the offense. He can bring the ball up, all this stuff." And then like he would, and I didn't love the possession. I'd be like, "He takes a dribble and makes like a fine pass." You know, it's not like Joachim Noah at the top of the key or or like Jokic. You know, but they were like equating him to that. And this year, he's been what everybody always said he 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 was gonna be. Like he's been so ridiculously good offensively when I've watched those games, like almost to the point where you're like, I think he might be the best player on this team, even though I, I pray at the statue of Jimmy Butler. Um, but I've been, I didn't even see, even in my very bullish Miami heat expectations, I did not see them at the number one seed at all. Yeah. I definitely didn't see that. Um, uh, that wasn't, that wasn't my first take. Is it, is it super shocking? Not necessarily. Um, and, uh, Kind of based off of what you said in in much of their their ability last year of of thinking they can turn it on things of that nature. Um, I have my pop culture references really oh, tying the Miami to Heat to Kanye West. Okay, constantly telling you about how their system works, how good they are. They're probably smarter than you. They're smarter wow. than you think they are. By they the stem c- player, we know better. By the stem. And, like, sometimes you're like, I think they might be right. But then you yeah. also don't believe them. Because they might be off their meds. Because they might be off their meds. Or they might think, like, oh, we got this. We can turn it on. It's a little different because they're a, they're a one seed. But I think they're like, we don't fear anyone. And I'm like, you should probably fear someone. <laughs> sure. What I'm really liking about this is in the number one seed in the West, we have elevator music. And the number one seed in the East, we have Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Literally anything can happen. Anything and if those happen. two things come together, I don't even know what's going to happen. If they battle for a Grammy, like, people. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> people. I mean, 
<laughs> wait, 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 wait. What, what's your if you if you had to do one? I I I didn't do this one because they already were eliminated. But did you did you what's your what was your LA Clippers? What was your LA Clippers pop culture one? So I actually did didn't you have write one? down. I didn't have a Clippers one. I've got a lot, but I don't have the Clippers. Oh, okay. Um, did you watch that Timberwolves game at all? By the way, the one last night. Yeah. Yes. The protester gluing her hand to the floor is an incredible, incredible. thing. <laughs> First of all, I think she revolutionized protesting. Electric in one- television. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being serious. It was unbelievable. What a badass move. She just was like, try to move me now. <laughs> also, like, the, them just having to be like, we need to tear your hand off the floor, but we also know we can't just, like, tear your hand off the floor yeah beautiful brilliant she played it perfectly and and also like <laughs> in all the articles they were like and they cleaned the substance off the floor i'm like how yeah. Do you know how hard it is to get that glue off of stuff are you kidding me <laughs> I, like did they i don't think they actually did because whoever's whoever's job it is to get the protesters off is not some sort of magician or was it i didn't even see was it the towel boys was it like the Maybe. towel boys, they have, you know, they have, like, razors to get, like, insta-super glue off of things. They didn't touch on that, but, like, that must have been some quick bonding stuff. I'm convinced they played the rest <sighs> of the game with glue on the floor. And they were yeah. like, sorry, boys. Like, not our fault. You're just going to have a little more traction here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I and I really loved, like, Patrick Beverly becoming the, like, like he celebrated he he was literally it was like it was like he it, first team all nba like he celebrated like john wall when john wall finally like won a playoff series with the wizards oh my like gosh. they like and he was like with the crowd like i've been like me in minnesota man it's like pat you've been here a day i've taken it, showers longer than you've been in the minnesota timberwolves also, organization you also have only won the 7 seed which like if this was if this was baseball <laughs> Yeah. People celebrate. It's, like, known that people celebrate when they get in the postseason. This is basketball. Yeah. Like, nobody's having showers when they clinch the one seed, even. And no. he's like, I just clinched the seven. I'm getting on this table. <laughs> and also, I feel like he earlier in the season was like, I'll be a clipper for life. And then last night was like, it was better because it was against them. It's yeah. like, you can't have it both ways. You can't be like, I'm a clipper, but also I really wanted to, like, stick it to them. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the Heat are... Hawks. H- Hawks? The Heat are Kanye. Okay. Oh, I thought you were choosing the Hawks. It's like, oh, shit. No. <laughs> like, I'm going to use my veto now? No. <laughs> I'll keep my Hawks one uh, quick. But do you remember those like little like electric gum? You grab it and it zaps <laughs> your friend. They think, <laughs> yes. they think they're getting a piece of gum, but it electrocutes yes. them like, just yes. a little bit. That's the Hawks. Like you, you watch the Hawks. Someone offers you a piece of that gum. You grab it and you get electrocuted. And you're like, I thought I was having fun, but it actually ends up this basketball is terrible. Wow. But then you get in an argument with somebody and you're like, no, Trey Young is good. He's not actually bad. And they're like, no, he's actually bad. And then you're like, you know what? Take this piece of gum. <laughs> and you're zapping them with the gum. Okay? It's a zap it's off. A cycle. You know what mine is? But they're, they're, they're the electric gum. Yeah. The Hawks are... The Hawks are it's it's more of a it's more of a person. So this is the person. The mm. Hawks are the person who can never say that they have never experienced something. Like they always want to be in on the thing. They are the friend that mm. you say, "Have you seen The Godfather?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And you're like, "The horse's head." And they're like, "I I I fell asleep like I fell asleep." <laughs> 
<laughs> and you're like four minutes in no, or when didn't. or when you're like yeah man like 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 stepbrothers and they're like stepbrothers and then they're like you don't say that and you're like don't say what and you're like no you <laughs> this is from the movie. And they're like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love uh-huh, that part. Uh-huh. I love that part. Rather uh-huh. than be like, I've never seen that. What do you like it? Like they could never say that mm-hmm. because they want to That's be like point. they are like we're in on everything. We're the Atlanta Hawks. Trey Young, like, oh, and it's kind of like put some respect. Yeah, and it's kind of <laughs> like nah, like I don't really feel like anybody. I mean, besides like. I don't know. And even like I feel like there's lots of young people that prefer other players to Trey Young too. So even Trey Young, like, he wants to be the guy and he's just not mm. the guy. He's just not the guy. Like John Morant he's, not, he's just not the one you want to John Morant is like way, way cooler. If you're picking like oh. like even even like Anthony Edwards, like there's just guys that I'm like, oh like even Jalen Green. Like Jalen Green the other day had a press conference where they were like, What'd you learn in the league? And he's league and he's like, Well, I learned that I'm a bucket. And I was like, that guy's yeah. the man. <laughs> like, but Trey Young does that, and you're like, no, 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 thank you. Yeah. Um, Perfect. So that's that's mine. They're that guy. Who's who's winning the series? That. So I was gonna say that. All being said, Heat take this in five. They get lazy for one game. Trey Trey gets hot. I think the Hawks steal one. Oh yeah. And uh, who knows? Maybe they could steal two and make it really interesting. But there's no way they're pushing beyond that. I'm taking Heat in five. Yeah. Um, okay, let, I'll do the 2-7 in the East. Oh, I get the 2-7 in the East. Poppy. Okay, so the Celtics. So we have the Celtics and the Brooklyn Nets. Um, I definitely need your pop cultures for both of these teams. You definitely do. Um, the Celtics are... Um, they, first of all, have been so fun to watch the opposite of the opposite of the phoenix suns because the celtics are everything that i love and and the bulls were this team at the beginning of the year with like with lonzo and caruso like the defensive stuff about watching the bulls defensively was like so satisfying i'm Mm -hmm. a defensive first watcher of basketball i like watching good defense and the celtics like which I, I, I did see it coming because I have always liked Derek White. And then I was just like, I, I did see like the Derek White thing coming. But anybody who says, oh, I saw that the Celtics were going to literally com- be a completely different team. Um, I mean, I'm not the only one who's talked about this. Like so many people have talked about how teams just don't go from being like unwatchable the way they were at the beginning of the season to as great as they are now their defense is incredible but it also did seem like such a like offensively it just seemed like it was the easiest switch that had to flip in that their two best players had to realize that you have to pass the ball like you you can't just like iso there has to be some action there has to be like you you have to be willing to like when you have the double team find the guy in the corner when you see the cutter draw the double team bounce pass to the cutter on the pick and roll actually be okay with giving it up to the roller like all of those things. And I think I would have considered taking the Celtics if Robert Williams was healthy because like <clears throat> he he it does so much for them defensively and like, you know, that that five, that five of like smart white brown Tatum Williams is just so strong. And I mm-hmm. mean, I I think they get some of that with Horford a little bit and they can, you know, mix and match the minutes, but I just I I still am a firm believer that Kevin Durant is so much better than so many than than 
almost every other NBA player when he's playing his best, and then you put him with Kyrie Irving, and who who looks not only healthy but looks like fresh right now looks because good. he only played what 30 40 games whatever he played like I just I I could never I would need the Celtics to be at full strength and it's not gonna happen so I'm gonna say Nets in six that's my pick on that whoa um, I'm gonna say Nets in six yeah at whoa. home they take it in six there are people who are picking the Celtics to represent the east out here Jimmy I know but I I've also and it's not me Oh yeah, <laughs> I have Nets in six, baby. Let's go! Come on, let's go. Okay, wait. We'll save the Nets pop culture reference, but because we need to bid adieu to the, we need to bid mm. adieu to the, um, we need to bid adieu to to the the Celtics. So what what pop culture reference did you have for them? Just you know, what was did you have one for them? For Boston? Yeah, yeah. They're they're a Disney Channel star that was like pretty successful in their show, The Sprouses. Zendaya, you're like, okay, yeah, you're kind of working it. You're kind of killing it. You're like, but there's no way they're going to have a full career out of this. And they leave, and you're like, shouldn't have left your little Disney Channel pocket. Wow. And then they kind of break out, and you're like, dang, they are figuring out how to do, like, some legit art. Yes. That's the Celtics. They're a Disney Channel star. Um, I, I think that they are um, a Sour Patch Kids commercial. <laughs> so I've always loved that like the first time I ever saw a Sour Patch Kids commercial which I didn't even know like Sour Patch Kids did commercials and then it's the Sour Patch Kids commercial where a giant Sour Patch comes and punches someone in the face and then hugs them afterwards and it's like that 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 is the experience not only the experience of of watching them for this season but watching them in a game because they punch the other team in the mouth Literally. and then offensively they they hug they hug you so it's a it's a sour patch kids commercial disney channel movie star it's, it's just your classic yes. hybrid and marcus mark epitomizes both their team and your parallel so marcus smart does he have a dermatologist <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> like Hold on, like, my dog's barking. <laughs> he liked it. Sully liked that one. Like, Sully, Sully enjoyed right? that. Am I right or clearly am I wrong? he doesn't? Clear. I mean, like clearly. Come on, bro. Like, come on, bro. He doesn't on, care bro. at all. Do you think he's like an Adam Morrison who just doesn't shower? Like, do you think it's uh, well, like I was the sweat say, stays on so long? He's one of those guys. Like, so when you ask people, like, um. Like, do you wash your legs, or do you wash your back, or do you wash your face? Do you know there's people out there that are like, no, I don't wash my legs. Like, the water runs down my legs. That's oh. almost, like, semi-acceptable, but but he's somebody that's like, I never rinse, I never put my face in the water. No way. <laughs> <laughs> I I just don't get it, because I think that I think that Tatum, and especially, like, Jalen Brown, are, like, some of the, like, cleanest. Pretty like, boys. Like, yeah. like, pretty boys. And uh, maybe, uh, you know, maybe Marcus Smart's just, like, trying to live up to, like, the pit bull energy. Like, I am a pit bull. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't. He's I don't succeeding. even lick my own asshole. Like, you know? <laughs> I don't even know. He doesn't wash his legs. Um, okay. Well, we bid adieu to them, which I, I don't even know. Um, I don't even know who, like, um, I don't even know who I'd be. I think I'd be. I, I honestly think that I will cheer for the Nets, which is kind of crazy to, stay, to say. But I think I I'll know. cheer for the Nets because, like, I actually just, I, I actually want. I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I like, I like watching them. I like watching I, them. 
I can't bear the idea of not seeing Kevin Durant through multiple rounds of the playoffs. He's so he's good. so good. He's so good. He's, he's just so good, and so, so is Kyrie. Good. As much as they frustrate me in some of their like interviews and stuff. Yeah. Although Kevin Durant has been kind of like deliciously on point lately, um, but the, <laughs> they they frustrate me with like some of their extra stuff. When they get on a court, it's like how can you, how can you, you deny ridiculous. this? It is literally like the best. It is like the most entertaining basketball. Yeah. It's and Kyrie so Irving and and Ir- and Kyrie like uh, even like this year like I feel like with all the bullshit off the court he actually like when he steps on the court this year like tries so hard. Yeah. Like, he plays amazing defense. He's like so locked in. I actually think it's like kind of helped him to feel like supported in whatever way that the team supported his whole vaccine journey that then like you know regardless of what you think of that that then like when it locks into basketball like last year i felt like he kind of was like i don't even know if i like basketball or like whatever and i think this year losing it a little bit he's like really locked in and 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 durant i think because of like because of the fact that i mean like he's done every single like mistake you can do on social media right like Mm -hmm. he's like He's got his burner account thing. He's said dumb things. He's thought he was direct messaging people and said, like, homophobic stuff. I mean, he's done everything. So at this point, I just think he's incredibly candid and is interesting to listen to talk. So I also am here to listen to him do interviews the rest of the playoffs as well. Sure. <laughs> so 2-7 in the West. 2-7 um, in the West, we have the Timberwolves versus before, the Before Grizzlies. we go, can yes. I do my Nets parallel? Well, we can save it for the next round. They're staying around, baby. Oh, that's true. I'll wait on it. Well, 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 I knew it would be a good one. I mean, it's the Nets. Come on, baby. It's the Nets. It's my best one, maybe. Okay, <laughs> okay let's – Um. okay, 2-7. Um, uh, we've got the Grizz. And this is all you. Yeah, Grizz Versus and the Timberwolves. T-Wolves. Yeah. Okay, so the Grizz, for those of you that aren't familiar, haven't watched some of those small market teams this year, they are like your younger sibling that finally beat you in something you're passionate about. Oh, that is exactly who they are. Like they have now just overtaken you. You you thought you came home from college. Oh, you're like okay, let's play some ping pong or like let's do that thing, and they beat you, and you're like that did not just happen. Wow. And here's the thing, you know that this is the beginning of the end for you. However, you know it's not the end yet, so you train twice as hard. Yes, and you give it back to the Grizz. I, I, I'm, I'm, you'll, you'll. I, I don't want to give anything away too early, but I don't know that this is going to be the Grizz's full year of title contention. Um, uh, to where I don't think it's going to be the high of their highs, um, but they're coming. Regardless, they're coming for you. That is absolutely. Uh, that is. So spot on. And especially if you are listening to this and you don't like basketball or have never really watched the NBA, one of the things about the Grizzly is that will prove that point is how they celebrate everything. They are a college yes. basketball team and the fact that they are just high on life and possibly high on other things. They are so <laughs> jazzed up. And then, like, on top of that, like, they're dogs because, like, when Ja is out, they're getting them better. They're <laughs> just like, we're, we're like, yeah, that is that is a great great. I mean like I also like they are also like um they're also like uh I don't know if it's the perfect parallel to these two characters, but they really are they really are like John C Riley and Will Ferrell and Step Brothers 
when mm. they realize they like each other and they're like, did mm. we just become best friends? Because the the chemistry and really just Will Ferrell and John C. Riley in general before, you know, the winning. And time it literally looks like they're doing karate in the garage, the way <laughs> they, Ja yes. jumps in the air and stuff. Yes. They just like are like they're like the people they're they're so, they seem so close. Like they're so like they all seem such good friends that you're like th- like late at night, do the grizzly all grizzlies all like get drunk and be like, I love you, man. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I love you. No, 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 no. I love you, man. Like I love you so much. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's Michael, Sarah, and Jonah Hill at the end of at the end of uh, Superbad. Like it is like any male, like it is it is it is Sam and Frodo. It is they are any male friendship that seems almost homoerotic. A little, it's that just teetering, just teetering, a hundred percent, hundred percent. But the, um, the t- but the ping pong like the the I love I love that of of like getting beat and <laughs> and it, it, absolutely. And you're like I knew they were decent, but yeah, oh they were this good. Um, and then on the other end of that is the the T wolves. The T wolves. Um, I couldn't think of an exact. I, I I suppose Valentine's Day or New Year's Eve. Anybody remember those movies? The New oh, Year's movie or the. It's like you bring together some talented pieces, but absolutely, like, it does not work the way that it should. Like, you're like, yeah. pretty talented pieces we brought here together. And, like, you're like, just doesn't really, doesn't doesn't ever catch full traction. Like, yeah, they're good. They've got some moments where you're like, dang. But, like, on the general whole, when you put the entire conglomerate together, you're like, yeah, it's kind of a pass for me. Yes. A lot of, th- I, I also just think, like, um... D'Angelo Russell, like, um, D'Angelo Russell is like when the hottest person in the room farts. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like someone like there's, there's someone like, like this person comes in the room or like, or like the most popular kid farts. Or the bully farts. Okay, mm-hmm. it's someone you don't want to tell anything. Like you're like, wow. Like we no, all are it's the hottest the girl ass. in the room farts. Yeah. <laughs> and Carl Towns is the kid who's in love with the hottest girl in the room, and he's taking just gasps of air. Yeah, yeah. They're like, and they're like, uh, did someone fart? And Carl Anthony Towns is like, no, no one farted. <laughs> like no one farted. And D'Angelo Russell is like, I didn't fart. I one thousand percent didn't fart. And Carl's like, you definitely didn't fart. No, no. If someone farted, it wasn't us two. And they're like, Anthony? And it's like, Rook? Hey, rookie, did you fart? And Anthony's like, I guess I have to say that I farted. And they're like, damn straight, you farted, didn't you? And it's like, but really, Anthony knows the truth. And he knows that she mm-hmm. farted and that she is D'Angelo Russell. And Carl knows it too. And, um,. Yeah, that's all I got for the Timberwolves. <laughs> Perfect. Well, this one will be easy as well. Um, okay. I, I think the big man matchup is is fun, and I do think, like, D-Lo is classic, like, get hot guy. Same with Ant. Um, I think they steal a game, but I don't think it's that close through most of them. I think Grizz probably blow them out three out of the five games they play. Let's go. Let's go. I, I was looking forward to seeing how the hot girl who farted would interact with um, – different people kanye west i know it's tough disney channel stars but they we gotta let them go we gotta, we gotta let, let them go. go but you know who can't you know who won't be letting go it's the woman whose hand is glued to the floor in minnesota <laughs> she can't let it go 
She can't let go. No chance. No uh, chance. Okay, 3-6. Let's go 3-6 in the West. Oh, Warriors. Warriors, baby. Warriors. Mm. Oh, I'm jealous. You get to do... You'll get to do... Bur- you'll get to do Bulls, Bucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Warriors, Nuggets. Um... By the way, do we know do we know what the Jamal Murray status is at right now? So apparently, from from last I read, he is like cleared basically by the team, but uh-huh. he's like he's not ready to like test out the knee. So okay, test out the. So the yeah, knee? I'm reading that it's up to Murray ACL. It's up to mm-hmm. Murray to decide when he's ready. Okay, cool. So he has he's not playing right now. Okay, so. The Nuggets, Warriors Nuggets is first of all a throwback, throwback to 2013 or 2014 when the Warriors and Nuggets had the massive, the massive series that they had like before the Warriors were the Warriors Mm -hmm. where like notoriously what's his face who used to be the coach George Carl of the Nuggets was like the Warriors weren't playing basketball they were playing like football and Draymond Green it was like part of the rise of Draymond Green being like a very good NBA player but at the time he was also just like being like a bruiser um Mm -hmm. so you know we get kind of a throwback to that series the Nuggets first of all I, I think like sometimes people forget that the Nuggets like in the last five six years are some of the most successful postseason teams like they continually find the way to whether it's beating the trailblazers whether it's beating the clippers whether it's to 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 go beyond what we think they win in crafty ways too they win in such crafty ways and i think that like if 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 they were playing almost anybody else in this first round i would uh i would be picking them because i Mm. think Jokic is just so good but I also think that they run into a really interesting wall in the Warriors because I really think that, first of all, you're going up against some – like, Jokic is – like, what Jokic does in a lot of ways offensively is very, very similar to what Draymond does in a different way. Draymond doesn't do it as well. But, like – and defensively, I actually think, like, I know Draymond is very small, and you'll probably have to put a lot of Kevon Looney, but I actually think like Draymond at the Draymond at the five is actually like not a bad matchup against a Jokic offense. Um, I'd be interested. I mean, maybe maybe analytically, I'd be proven wrong by that, but especially when they're locked in, if his back is okay, I actually think the Warriors match up pretty well. And mainly, like my overarching feeling on the Warriors this season, if if Curry is able to play, which apparently he's going to be able to play somewhat. Um, is that th- this is like the year for the Warriors to make a run. And I know that like they faded down the stretch. Clay had a lot of issues, you know, but I actually think this team is built to win in the postseason. They've been there before. And when they're doing their thing, like there's going to be games, at least three or four games in almost every series that the Warriors get out to a big lead. I like think that'll mm-hmm. happen. I really do. I, I worry about them like late in games because like they kind of don't have like an ISO scorer. Like they really don't. Like Curry really is better off ball. So it's hard when it's two minutes long and you don't have like their constant action. So like close games are going to be tough for them. And especially because a lot of what Clay's doing this year is like really purely spot up stuff. He's not like mm-hmm. being as much of the creator as he's been in some years past. Um, so I do worry about them in close games, but I also think like you're guaranteed a Steph game in every series. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, even Clay scored 41 in the last game of the, of the season. Like, Clay can, Clay can go off for a game very easily, and you're already at two. And then you just got to string together, like, two more games. And while I guarantee that Jokic is going to go nuts for two games, if Murray is not, like, fully, like, there to play, I think I got to go Warriors. But out of respect to Jokic, I'll do go Warriors in six. That's my feeling on Nuts War. Nuts I agree. Warriors. I agree with you, and I think that like when I there was a piece of me that was going through that. I'm like, what do the Warriors have to do to win? And I was like, man, I'm not like totally convinced. But then I go to Denver, and I'm like, what does Denver have to do to win? And like, they need Jokic to be better than he is normally. And I just hundred percent. I just don't know if you can do that for a, a six or seven game stretch, and you still might lose those games where he's putting up forty. 13 and 10 like like you still might lose those games so um yeah denver unfortunately this season is like you uh she's it's going over to your nana's house and you love your grandma you're like nana's my just my sweet sweet grandma but she um her old husband passed jamal murray and um and michael porter in this case um Granted, those are just temporary, but for this one season, it's Nana, and she's got new boyfriends. That she that every time you go see her, she's got a new boyfriend. Oh, okay. Sometimes it's all right, but sometimes okay. you're like, I'm only here for Nana. I'm only here yeah. for Nana. I think that I think Denver, the Denver Nuggets, are any Godzilla movie ever. Um, oh wow, and it's, it's the just, opposite of 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 <laughs> Nana's boyfriends. Yeah, Nana of, and her boyfriends. of Nom Noms of Nom Noms of Gam Gam's boyfriends. I, I just think that, like, you know what you're doing. Like, like, Godzilla, <laughs> what I love about every Godzilla movie, too, is that they all just have, they're all just Godzilla. Like, mm-hmm. like you can put a colon and put something else, but, like, there's no Godzilla movie that's called, like, like darkness terror. It's always just called Godzilla. Like, because mm-hmm. that's the thing. So, the Denver Nuggets are Jokic. It's just, like, we know what's happening. It's Godzilla. And, like, uh, you know. I, I just think they're every Godzilla movie. In a, in a strange way, we kind of said the same thing. Like, I say you only go to Nana's house for Nana at this point. Yes. You say you only go to Godzilla movies for Godzilla. Exactly. It's the That's same. It it's the same thing. I don't need these boyfriends, and I don't no. need I don't need Godzilla. Well, did you see I Godzilla vs. Kong, from Godzilla. by the way? Um, I fell asleep. It was truly... It was like... <laughs> I, think, I didn't see it. <laughs> I don't know if I was more offended by the movie... Or offended by how many people told me it was actually good. Like, people telling me that that movie was good, like, I, I personally called them. I called, I, I, like, called each of them and said I'd like to speak with them. Like, like I sent them, like, a, hey, we need to talk text. Okay, so perfect, perfect. We, we have that. Um, and I guess we can save, we can save our pop culture, uh, war- we yeah, can we'll save, save our that. warriors contextually to the right. next one. So we have a 3-6 in the East, and it's the one we've all been waiting for. It's Bucks Bulls. All right, Bucks Bulls. Give it so to me. So we all know who the Bucks are. I'm going to jump right into their parallel. Oh, let's go. The Bucks are Superman. <laughs> the Bucks are Superman because okay. Giannis does unbelievable things. He does things that you haven't seen before. You're like, this... In this is probably the most impressive thing a being could do, mm-hmm. and yet somehow it's still entirely boring. <laughs> it's so boring. Superman is so. I don't boring. know how you manage. Superman is I don't know so how boring. you manage 
he truly is. And that's how I feel about, like, I love Giannis. And, like, I would want him on my team in a heartbeat. But, like, I watch the Bucks play, yeah. and I'm like, I, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to go to sleep here in a few minutes. And I'm not going to feel sad that I missed this game. Because I can just check the highlights, and that's all I need. Like, 100%. for Superman, check the highlights. Watch, like, someone get thrown through a building, and you're good to go. You know how good they are. You don't need to check in the rest of the way. That's the Bucks. They're playing the Bulls and the Bulls. You know who the Bucks are for me though. Before we before oh, we Bulls, yeah. You know it's already come yeah. up today. The Bucks are drive my car. Um, oh. You can tell me that it's uh, an amazing three-hour film about grief, and I can tell <laughs> you that that sounds incredible, and I bet it's amazing, and I bet the Bucks are amazing, and I can tell you that I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'll see Drive My Car. I, I, I've watched the Bucks play live. I believe you. I've watched believe Giannis you. play live more than most stars who are playing in the playoffs. And truly, he is better. He is so much better to watch it in, per, in person. Like, because in person, you see that he takes three steps and he's gone basket to basket. It's He's 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 truly a freak. It's unbelievable. He has the best it's, nickname it's because it's, it, he's a freak. It's real. It's real. And it's unfortunate that it's so boring somehow. Yeah, it, and I mean, yeah, I God, I mean, it makes that's why it's but like God bless him. Drive My Car and Lullabies played last year in mm-hmm. the finals, and I didn't want to watch. Although yeah. the highlights, like watching the highlights of those games, great. Watching the games themselves, I'm good. Truly, and then they're taking on the Bulls. The Bulls really high hopes. We had some. Gosh, I mean, not originally. It. This is about where I had thought that they would end up at the beginning of the season. Yeah. But then we all started dreaming. We they all started dreaming. Started jerking and, us, dude. Uh, they started giving us And now it feels horrible that they're at the place that I would have originally been excited that they are. They got but booed. The they got booed off the court a I couple know, nights ago. And they kind of deserved it. But the Bulls are the guy who bought a Tesla too early and it doesn't have automated driving. Oh, oh no! He's like he's like telling everybody he drives a Tesla. Oh no! He's like I got a Tesla. Yeah. And you look, it. you go and you look, and you're like, you bought a used Tesla, with no automated driving. Ugh. Like I, it's cool, I guess. Yeah. It's I'll go for a ride. The ride's nice, but like, at the end of the day, you're still like you're you're a second class. Tesla citizen. I don't know any other way to put it. That's that's a great parallel. I the Bulls, I mean I get sad. I am I'm I'm sad thinking about it. Truly that's, sad. That's that's a great one. That's a that's a really good one. I didn't know. We we've covered we've covered so many different so many different areas with our parallels. Try to keep it going but like that. You yeah. really put me you you put me in the driver's seat of the metaphor and I I really was. I knew exactly. I was transported. I was transported mm. to exactly the situation that you've set up. The Bulls for me are a movie that a trailer drops, and you watch it, this and is. you're like, mm-hmm. "Get!" I have to wait six months for that movie because it's so amazing. I have to wait six months to watch this Bulls team in the playoffs when I believe that they could legitimately make it to the Eastern <laughs> Conference Finals. What? I want to watch that right now. It's so look at it, it's so amazing. It's so amazing. And then someone in the film gets accused of sexual assault. <laughs> <laughs> and they get no. wiped from the film. 
That person was Lonzo Ball. (laughs) (laughs) Disclaimer, Lonzo Ball did not get accused of sexual assault. His meniscus is torn. And you go to the movie, and you're like, it it was good. It was (laughs) fine. It was good. It was good. And you know what? It was, if you hadn't shown me that dope trailer, I might have been like, this was a good movie. And if you've just found it on Netflix, you'd be like, everybody, you need to see this movie. But the trailer, Mm -hmm. and it's not Suicide Squad. It's not like the trailer was so good and the movie was so bad. No, it's not that dichotomy. But someone definitely got accused of sexual assault and definitely got wiped from the film. And you're like, I remember them being in it. And maybe, yeah, (laughs) that's what the bulls are for me. 100%. Oh no, that is right on. That is right on. That is right on. I- I'm not gonna go too long on this because it just hurts me too much. Yeah. I was talking to somebody to uh, today, and I was like, th- like halfway through the season on to now, I was like, I think we can win a series, and I'll feel pretty good. Yeah. And then we started to slip, and I was like, as long as the series is competitive. And then we got the Bucks, and I was like, if we could just. Steal one game. <laughs> Damn, really? And you're gonna pick the bucks. And, that, and that's how I feel. You're gonna pick the bucks. Are you gonna try to veto me? <laughs> I, 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 I don't want to pick the bucks. I'm gonna pick. I, I'm gonna pick the bucks. I also think the bucks are and a I'm, terrible matchup. For, they're a terrible matchup for us. They're the worst matchup we could have. We don't. Had. We they're have nobody to guard Giannis. Giannis will destroy us. They're, they are the worst matchup in the NBA. Can for we us. do Bulls in like? And can we do Bucks of, in like? Yeah, sorry, go. I was gonna say out of respect for you, and all Bulls fans out there, I'll say five. No, times. what are you doing? No, I think they're gonna get swept. Five? I think they're gonna get swept. No, I think they're no, gonna get swept. No, come on, this is our. They haven't this beaten is Giannis since like 2014. Right yeah, let's go like, let's go like six. <sighs> Maybe seven. Six. We're doing six. Bulls and six. You know what? Screw you. I'm vetoing. We're going to game I'm seven. vetoing this. I'm vetoing this. To... Bulls in seven. Oh Bulls in seven. Bulls in seven. You're vetoing? I'm vetoing. I'm done with this. Jimmy. If you want to override, you. if you want to override, you're going to have to do something because that's my veto. I can't let the Bulls go down like Jimmy. that. Jimmy. I I don't want to be the bad guy to my bulls. I I don't want to be the bad guy either. So I'm vetoing. And you know, you mo- know how much I hate the Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks have done nothing. Their championship last year, it was clearly the most flawed championship <laughs> of all fraudulent. time. Fraudulent, fraudulent. Dudes are getting dudes are getting hurt left and right. Freaking. <laughs> oh, you only won the championship because Kevin Durant has a big toe. That's, that's literally exactly right. the only reason. Only reason. Yes, he has a big. And that's he why. Wears, yeah. Bulls in seven. You're going Bulls in seven? Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna override it for the yeah! Bucks. No, I'm not gonna use an override for the Bucks. Let's go! Whoo! If I if I called that right, I don't know how it would. Ha- I don't even have a reasoning for you. I don't even have a reasoning for you. I I'm hope just, you're right. God, I hope you're right. Caruso Cabusos all over them. Oh, he outdrews Drew. I don't know. Come on, let's go. Let's get excited. Let's okay. When we're gonna be there for it? We're going to be there. Okay, so now 4-5 in the East, I'll take. Um, four, I can't believe the movie with the sexual assault, uh, the sexual assaulter is making it, is going on to the next round. Wow. Mm. Against all odds. Um, okay, uh, so 4-5, we get 76ers Toronto. 
Uh, I don't. Also, I have a lot of questions about why we all of a sudden found out that Matisse Thibel wasn't vaccinated. In how, how did wasn't there places that he we would have known that beforehand? Did you read that story? No, I didn't even. I didn't know that. He's not able to play in Toronto because he's not vaccinated. I didn't know that. Which, I knew that yeah. that was a big deal for Boston because there's speculation Jalen Brown's not. Yeah, yeah. Um, regardless, I, I, honestly, like I think that um, like this this series is. Have you watched a lot of Seventy Sixers? By the way, I've I've watched more than I wish I would have. Yeah, I'm. I'll like. I'll get to the chase here. I'm going to pick the 76ers, and I'm probably going to be proven wrong. Like, I think that at this point... How do you point, not, though? How do you not I, pick them, though? Like, it, I know. It makes no sense. He, and, and this is the thing now. Like, you know, takes and takes. Like, we can we can talk about, like, what's your take of this? Like, what's your take of that? And people can say, like, interesting things. Organizationally, you have to look at what the Toronto Raptors do organizationally. And... Starting with Nick Nurse, like, first of all, I don't even think it's a discussion anymore. Like, I think Nick Nurse is the best coach in the NBA. Yes. Like, I really, I think he's so much better. And it's him or Ty Lue to me, but still. I, I, yeah, and I, I do love Ty Lue. Um, I, I just think that, like, Nick Nurse consistently gets, is, 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 takes his team, gets more out of them than any of us thought. The organizationally, they develop so well. I mean, like, obviously Phoenix Asai. as well. Yeah, it's just like, it's just, I, I, I it's aside from last year when like playing, living in Florida for the year and all of that stuff and everything, like, I understand why that didn't go their way. But they, how, like, everything that's gone on with Scotty Barnes, watching that development, watching Pascal Siakam, like, go back to being what he was in that, like, first 20 games, was that last year or two years ago? Yeah. When he looked, like, literally just a replacement for Kawhi Leonard. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm, like, fully ready to be proven wrong and, like, Raptors to win in seven. But I do think that the – I really think that the 76ers are going to win. Because Thibel is out, I actually think the 76ers need Thibel for a lot of reasons defensively mm. because of how bad James Harden is on defense. So I'm going to go 76ers and seven at home with Thibel. That's my pick. Um, do you object? Uh, no objections. I think this is a seven-game series. Uh, mm-hmm. Like of all the of all the first-round matchups, I think this is a seven-game series. Um, no, and and to and to stamp your Toronto point, I hate to make two car references in my parallels. Well, one of them was to the driver of the car, so, you know, it's a That's little different. That's fair. So this one is, um, this is your dad's Toyota Camry after he okay. gave you his old Toyota Camry. Okay. Like, this is the dad who just keeps, you know, like, the families he that, like, all they do the is same... buy Toyota Camrys? <laughs> they're, and they're like, they Toyota makes great Camrys. Solid. Yes. Like, yeah, they're all solid. They do it over and over and over again. Like, Toronto, to me, is, like, they're never going to be, like, consistent number one or consistent out in the bot out of the playoffs like they're gonna be consistently between like four to six for like all all, like their average over the course of like a 10-year period with these guys and it's just like you're gonna just keep recycling those camrys because you know what's consistent i actually like i was actually in the similar vein i think they are leonardo dicaprio's girlfriends It's very similar, honestly. <laughs> that you're you're you you led me. I I had a thought, and I was like, I think they're kind of like this, and and I I think that that's for me. They're Leonardo DiCaprio's girlfriends, and it's like, 
and they come to the dinner party and you're like, Denise. And she's like, it's Susan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, Susan. Yes. We've met before. And she's like, I've never met you before. And then you're like, Leo, you're a dog. <laughs> and you shake hands. I just tried to That's shake perfect. hands through the Zoom. All right. So now next we have the Mavs versus the Jazz. The Jazz are so frustrating. They are you pro are Jazz? Apple. Are you pro Jazz? Are you pro pro ass? I'm, you crass? I, 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 I'm anti Jazz for the most part. I'm anti Jazz for the most part. Uh, just because they frustrate me from a human perspective. Like, sure. I, I don't see like they are. They clearly don't like each other. Yeah. Bones Highland. <laughs> like. They need a Bones Highland to pull them all together. Do you know what I'm saying? Can we just like, say Bones need... Highland as much as I just want to? Even though they've already reason. been eliminated, let's just—they're gone. Yeah, I'm just saying like they—they they need a Bones Highland to just like pull this whole team together. Um, no, Jazz—they're—they're they're Applebee's. <laughs> okay, they're Applebee's. They're the people <laughs> okay. that enjoy this team. The people that actually like this team actively because they like they're in Utah with thing. a bunch of white people. They like yes, they like <laughs> one thing and they stick to it. They only order that one thing. Everybody else is like, no, I guess I'll just stay home and microwave my food instead. No. No, they're going I Applebee's. can microwave my own food, thank yes, you very much. Of course. So so that that is the jazz to me. Like if you like them or you like watching them, it's because you like one thing. Like you like Donovan Mitchell or like you like Rudy Gobert's defense. But like yeah. that that's the only acceptable answer. Like watching them as a team is like frustrating, if you ask me. But the Oriental chicken salad is jingle juice because I love the Oriental chicken salad at Applebee's. There you go, and so you like. But it's like a little problematic. Like we've like we haven't retired that name yet. You know, it's like mm-hmm. it's 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 like Utah. It's like Utah. It's actually so much like Utah. Um, and then <laughs> on the other great. side, you you've got the Mavs, and the Mavs are they're wonderful. They are a Bavarian pretzel. But unfortunately, they keep you're eating it. And you're like, this is awesome. I freaking love this. And then you're like, shoot, I'm out of beer cheese. Oh! What am I supposed to just eat the rest of this pretzel dry? Wow. What is, I ain't gonna eat a dry pretzel. You're not gonna do it. <laughs> like, like uh, Lucas got the sauce, but when Luca runs out of the sauce, like the sauce is out. There's no sauce. There's no more sauce. When Luca's out the floor, there's no. There's, the sauce is limited. Is Jalen Brunson like the mustard? It. He Jay. is. He's the mustard. And, but it's like and, not and it good mustard. you over occasionally, but it's not, it's not the same. It's like they it's have the like packets. It's like grainy. Yeah. It's like oh, okay. grainy mustard. You okay. know what I'm saying? Um, okay. I think this series will be, will be really good. And I will be rooting for the Mavs you know, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Hold on. Before, I, before you give your prediction, you know who the Mavs are for me? Oh, please, the Mavs, please, please. The Mavs are a stripper. <laughs> Okay, you're at the club, okay, and Luka Doncic, he's got Mavs tattooed on his ass, okay, and he is dancing on that pole, and you can't mm. take your eyes off him. No. You're like, you're like that that Locked guy. In. You come, you go to the ATM. They say, "How do you want this money?" You say, "Singles." You go, you politely on the dance floor spray singles all over his body, as you've seen in movies because it's your first time at the strip club. And you're saying, oh my gosh, you handsome, beautiful stripper man slash woman slash person, right? And you say, can we go to the VIP room? You go to the VIP room. You're enjoying it. Can we go to the VIP VIP room? You go. He takes you by the hand to the ATM because you need to take out more money. You're now 
four grand into Luka Doncic, the stripper, and you want to come. <laughs> you you want to finish. You want to you, you think you're in love. You think you think not we're we're getting we're this is it. This is, this it. is it. This is it. And he takes Take the money. In the courthouse. And he walks away because he's working. And you didn't really enjoy it as much as you thought you would. <laughs> In the end, I want to get there. I want to finish. I want to finish, and I want him to be my wife. Blue. But it's it's not. It just doesn't fully do it for me. It's but blue. the the whole experience is sensual. It's sexual. I enjoy watching him. I enjoy. It. It's very. I'm in. But I like don't. I don't. That that's that's what the Mavs are to me. I see. I see. And that, that like the Warriors attacks. get me there. Like the Warriors, I wife like kiss, marry, kill. I'm marrying the Warriors. I, I love see. it. I'm marrying the Bulls because I'm a homer. But that's that's what the Mavs are to me. Yeah, I, I hear you on that. And I think this will be a good series on the whole. Yeah. I think that I will be rooting for the Mavs the whole time because I'm, I'm that guy against the Jazz. Yeah. But I think the Jazz probably, like, full-on blow out the Mavs in at least two games. Whoa! Oh, are you saying another... And I think, and I think unfortunately, that I'm going to go chalk on all of the high seeds and the Mavs win in seven. Oh, they the keep Mavs. all the other games close. Woo! I was like they another first round exit and you know for what? the Mavs. Wow. And I'm you sorry. know what? They keep all the games close. Okay. But they win the close games. You know why? Because we all think Donovan Mitchell is that guy because of the bubble. Yeah. And Donovan Mitchell makes horrible, horrible decisions and Dude. he does not trust his teammates Dude. at the end of games. Donovan Mitchell is the human embodiment of going seven for twenty. He will always truly, be seven for twenty, and he, and he does not want other guys to take the shot. In the like, if they're down no. three, he's like, I'm. I need to be the one that ties it. Luca is like Dinwiddie. I see you. Oh yeah, hit that. Yes, absolutely. I okay. I was sh- I was gonna be shocked if you took the Jazz. I will but say I this. think it's I think it's a seven game series, and I and I legit think the Jazz like blow them out twice. If you put a gun to my head. And Donovan Mitchell has just played a game, and I can't watch it. And they're like, what What did he shoot? Field goal <laughs> attempts and field goals made. I would literally say 7 for 20 every single time. Maybe le- maybe more shots taken. Maybe like 7 for 22. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but I would say like 7 for 20. I'd be like, I think he shot 7 for 20. Durant went 9 for 16 in the, in the play-in game. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that is Kevin Durant. Like nine yes. for sixteen, and probably went to the free throw line a ton, and and you're like, yep, that's that's what he does, efficient. Mm-hmm. Like, and his seven shots were all like end of the shot clock bailout shots, you know, or whatever. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, that's okay. Cool. I'm glad the Mavs are moving on. They finally make it out of the first round. Love that. Okay, so we're moving on to the second round. Let's go, Poppy. Let's let's do it. Okay, so we've got the second round here. I will start and do the West. In the West, we have Phoenix versus who is our number four seed? Oh, oh Dallas. The Mavericks, yeah. Phoenix versus Dallas. Okay, okay. Sometimes you've got a like a like a baptism. You've just got to let the matchup wash over you. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. you just gotta let it wash. Like, Take it in. Get under your armpits. We have. The elevator music slash lullaby of mm. the Phoenix Suns versus stripper Bavarian pretzel Mavericks. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. It's a stylistic clash. Wait, did you do a pop culture for the Suns? What's I beside? did. 
Wait, what's there besides the lullaby? So, so mine's kind of the opposite of yours. Oh, yeah? Tell me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you were shook. You not, were like... <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I actually understood it. So um, I thought the suns were like one direction. Ho, ho, ho. Like, they're, they're just a lot of good parts. Like, okay. the weakest link is still, like, pretty strong. Right. And Aiton really parallels Zane. Like, this could be the end of it with, with Aiton and the Suns, and you're like, this makes no sense. We should keep this together. What are we doing? But yeah. this Sarver might might just say bye-bye. Who knows? Well, you know, I'm, I'm glad you brought up Aiton. I think, like, I think that, like, with DeAndre Ayton, I, I think sometimes, I think sometimes, like, like, um, like the old, old crusty fan, like, uh, where was I the other day? I was at a Cubs game. I was at a Cubs game, and there was, like, a crusty fan behind me. And he would, and, like, it was like, you gotta swing at that fastball. You know, like, like, every single thing mm-hmm. that a Cubs player did or a Brewers player did, he had, like, some sort of commentary for it. And yeah, I'm and all probably- for it. I'm guessing he probably calls them by their first name. So be like, DeAndre, you gotta come yeah. on, DeAndre. He yeah, it was and it was like it was just really all like every single player doesn't try enough. Um simple, like fundamentals, just like everything you expect someone over sixty to say. Which like mm-hmm. You know, we were joking in our row, like, like there were a couple plays where, like, guys could have dove, but it was opening day, and they were like, I'm not going to dive today. Like, <laughs> like day one, I'm not going to tear my labrum. Like, I'm, like, not going to dive. And we were like, you go, buddy. Like, way to make a business decision. Like, you know, and it was, uh, you know, so, like, but an interesting thing is he's behind us having the exact opposite experience. Like, everything is, like, you know, how could you possibly fundamentals this or whatever. And I feel like the DeAndre Ayton situation is like any single NBA fan who's like, how could you pay this player $25 million? Like, they're not worth that. But they don't understand that, like, you pay certain players the max because of what you, you're telling them that you believe in them and you're telling and, and how you have to invest in your assets that way in the NBA. Like, your best, if you believe that, like, this is a bad example, but like if you believe Luka Doncic is the man, you have to pay him like he's the man before he's the man. And then you have to deal with the fallout of that, right? It's like totally. you don't want to pay Timothy Mozgov like $60 million over three years. Like <laughs> you don't want to do that. And you don't like you don't want those contracts or the Tyler Johnson contracts. But like th- the thing is, it's like the Aiton contract is actually the Suns kind of being that crusty guy who's like, you're not worth a max. And it's literally going to fuck them over because like. He's not I, – I don't believe, like, I think it's – I mean, I think he might be a restricted free agent now where, like, he – I think they can match. I got to check that. I think that. they can match, yes. They can match, which, like, business decision, you didn't have to make him an offer or whatever. But, like, the, the Suns won 64 games. He is arguably one of the best defensive bigs. You know, him and, like, what him and, like, Evan Mobley can do in switches and, like, mm-hmm. and also the fact that he literally is Chris Paul's lapdog. Like, he'll do anything Chris Paul says. And he's still, like, as soon as Chris Paul starts to leave or Chris Paul starts to get old, he is not staying in Phoenix. Like, you do not do that. And it's kind of like this, it's like, that's what happens when you're the crusty old man. Like, you can't be the crusty old man. In the NBA, you have to be, like, player-centric. You have to look out for your guys. And I think DeAndre Ayton, like... I just I couldn't believe that that happened. He makes too much sense for this team too. Like you, you'll overpay a little bit for a dude that just fits your team build as well yeah. as he fits the build of the Suns. And honestly, I, I think that like I think they probably wanted like a like a Bridges contract for him, which like I think Bridges is like four years, ninety something million or something like that. Probably the best contract in the NBA. Like it's like when we got <laughs> Butler. It's like when we got Butler on that very 
like reasonable deal right before he became Jimmy Butler. And it was like praise on high. And and it's like not as crazy as the Curry contract because like he became, you know, a generational (laughs) player in his fifth year. But, but all this is to say, Oh, I'm sorry. So we have the one direction. It's actually great. It's I'm glad we both went musical. We We both went musical musical and you went food. I went sexual food, you know, for Mavs. That's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, now, but in this matchup, this is what I think. I think that you have two things that will happen in this series. And I actually do think this series is going to happen because um, uh, I agree that the Mavs are moving on. I think that <clears throat> you're going to have the similar breaking point that's happened with these Luka Doncic series. First of all, like, give Luka two games. Like, I'm just going to give him two games. I'm, I'm going to give them to him. Like, I'm I, even if it's the Suns. Gonna sure. give Luca two games. There are games where it is, it is crazy, and it's funny that he's gonna go against Chris Paul, who also feels this way. Where like he can get anything he wants, like, and for, with Chris Paul, it's the puppeteer with all the pieces around him. It's like the fake dribble drive left, pick and roll left, bounce pass to the cutter from the corner jam, or bounce pass to the wide open three for Bridges who can knock it down. You know, it, whatever the look the Suns want, they can get it. And aside from I think Paul's coming back from his injury still and whether or not he's a hundred percent, which I got to double check that. I think he is. I mean, Doncic's calf is the other, is the other big question mark. Right. Like right, if he's, right. if he's out for three games against the jazz, like that, that would change things against them as well. I'm assuming some health. Right. So I'll assume health against <clears throat> with, with Chris Paul as well. Yeah. It looks like Chris Paul's like full good to go. I'm going to look up Doncic's calf real quick. Oh, wow. He's going to miss game one against the Jazz, too. But they, they're saying he's there's a chance he'll be totally fine for game two. So let's assume they find their way through that. Right. It's a calf injury. You know, it's not the end of the world. I just think, like, you got to give Doncic two games because, similar as I was saying to Paul and the puppeteer getting whatever look he wants for the offense, Doncic he asses you down sticks his ass into you or slows down the game with some weird slow motion move that Mm -hmm. gets exactly the look that he wants. And like, I just think you got to give him two games. What I'm worried about is I think there's been this like Doncic wall that I've seen happen multiple years in a row. It happened in the bubble. It happened last year in game seven against the Clippers where he just runs out of gas. It's kind of, and it's, it's, like the third, the fourth quarter of whatever pivotal game they have to win. In the bubble, I think it was game six when they were facing elimination. Last year it was game seven. And like, I do believe they have Dinwiddie and Brunson, guys who can get them there. But the question is like, can he avoid hitting that wall in the most important moment? And I do think that like, if the Mavs beat the Suns, we finally have to say like Doncic has arrived and really look at the fact that maybe the Mavs could make a a real, real push here. And if the Suns beat the Mavs, I think at that point, like we have to like be like this juggernaut, like this wasn't just because of injuries last year. Obviously they've already proved that because of 64 wins. Um, But you know, I don't think we're going to have the Chris Paul, like, you know, because Chris Paul also, as we move through these rounds, like, once we get to the finals, I think there's going to be Chris Paul injury questions then because he's gotten injured every single playoffs aside from that Oklahoma City first-round exit a couple mm-hmm. years ago. Uh, that was the bubble as well. Um, but I'm going to go with the Suns in seven. 
I think Doncic making it to the second round again. I think that the Mavs give them a good fight. I'm going to go Suns in seven just because I, I think the totality of the parts, you know, Zane be damned, lullaby music be damned. And actually, the nice thing is I would watch a stripper dance to lullaby music, so I will watch this this uh, this series. We'll be watching. We'll be watching. I would eat a pretzel to lullaby music. Suns in seven, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think that's um, – I actually probably would have gone less games. Uh, I like the Mavs, but I just think the Suns are – they're too good of a – of a whole team, whereas like with the Mavs without Luca, um, like when he's off the court, I just have a hard time believing that they'll be able to keep up with the Suns for but long stretches you, of time. Don't you subscribe? Like I really do think basketball. When it comes down to it, nine times out of ten, when I close my eyes, I have to pick the best player. Like I have to. Yes, I feel and, like the Suns team is different though, and Chris Paul's awesome. Right. And so if he stays good, if he stays Chris Paul. I, I just don't think it's it's so much of a disparity. I think the rest of that team is just so good. Like, they're not going to yeah. make big mistakes. And yeah. so I probably would have gone, like, six when it on Mavs home court or something. But, um, yeah, seven is cool with me. Um, I, I, it, love, I, I love the idea of Luka taking that leap because it feels, it feels like, like we're all ready for it. We're all ready. But, but this Suns team is legit. It's a matter of time. And I do think that the interesting thing about Jokic and Doncic specifically is that I think that both of those guys, like, like I'm a betting man, and if I look 10 years from now, like, those guys are primed for 10 years in the league like this. Like, we yeah. are – those guys, those games aren't going to get old. Those are already old man games. They're old mm-hmm. – that's what's scary. It's like there's so many other guys, Ja, you know, that, that like, athletically I will worry about over the next 10 years, especially right. as because we watched D-Rose up close – yeah. But, but Yoke, like, so, so if it's not this year, it's next year for Doncic. If it's not next year, it's the year after. If it's not the year after that, it's, it's like, it's not going anywhere. His game is right. not going anywhere. It's real. I mean, he's done, and he's done it despite being fat and loving jumbo, <laughs> like Arnold Palmer. Impre- like, <laughs> yeah, Bavarian Pretzels. Yeah. So, but I do think second round will be a big step for him. And it's hard for me to pick against the best players, but. This Suns team does remind me of those like mid aughts Sun teams where Nash just like had what they were doing on the whole level was just so different, um, and so you know or like a, one or like a little different stylistically, but like those Pistons teams where it's like you have Isaiah Thomas and then the team itself like doesn't matter if it's Michael Jordan, doesn't matter mm-hmm. if it's the Celtics like they went through in the early '90s and just like messed everybody up. Um, okay, so moving to the East, uh, we have. Um, the number one seed Miami Heat versus the 76ers. Perfect. Um, yeah, this is um, this is an interesting series. <laughs> it's like the, a little bit too um, two train wrecks um, like waiting to happen, I, I feel like. So we've got the Heat, who I, I like as a team. I think they're super solid. There's Philly that has like the the star power is really on their side, obviously, with with the two dudes. Sure. I think um, Bam is one of the best defensive players in the league. Yep. And yet, I'm like, Embiid's going to eat. Like, Embiid's going to eat in this series, no For matter sure. what. Um, speaking of that, did I give my did I give my take on Philly? Give my your Philly take. Reference? I think we saved it. I think we saved it because I we think knew we it saved would be it really as good. well. Yeah, so this one is, um, Philly is the hot kid that um that you got fat shamed by that is now fat <laughs> okay. and you're not trying to body shame <clears throat> them back 
But you do feel like a little bit in the back of your head. You're like, dude, all you used to do is fat shame me. That's all you used to do, bro. No. <laughs> and that's and that's how I feel about James Harden. Like we've been told so many times, and a few times I've been like, yeah, you're right. You're right. James Harden is is the man. And um, it's just been too many times that I'm like, yeah, no, I can't be told it anymore. I can't be told it anymore. Um, uh, I, I, I think that team is broken mentally, whereas, like, the Heat, people want to say that they're broken because of the Butler-Spolster thing. I don't believe it. They're just they're just too strong. I think that Philly wins two games alone on Embiid's, um, like, greatness that he's put yeah. up this season. But yeah. I, think the, I think the Heat probably close them out and... In as many as in as early as five, if they can't take two, but I'll say six, they take it on the on Sixers home court as the Sixers boo James Harden and he doesn't come back to Philly. What? <laughs> we need to take it back. We need to take it back to my brain catching up to you saying <laughs> that the Sixers were the, the hot kid who fat shamed you, who then got fat. You know it's true. You know it's true. <laughs> You don't want to you don't want to fight fire with fire, but you also <laughs> really badly want to say lurks something. Lurks in the back of your head. <laughs> you're you're looking at photos of them too often and enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Like you're liking you're liking the photos where they look bad, and you're Correct. really enjoying it. Then you're unliking them and reliking them again. Mm-hmm. My gosh, that is that is really really special. Um, okay. I used my veto already, right? I did for Bucks Bulls, and then you didn't over. Um, I don't have a veto left. I, I, okay. So breaking down so far, like, here's where I'm at. Which of these series so far? Quick timeout. Which of these series so far have you said to yourself, "I will watch every game of that series"? I have no doubt, unless like I'm literally in some sort of a situation where my wife is forcing me not to watch it. Like, I will watch every Bucks bulls game, and I don't care. Like, I just looked up when the right. first game. Right. I so will which series well, would you watch at all? Yeah. But but excluding the Bulls, Nets-Boston. Come on. Nets-Boston, like, yes. Bucks bulls Nets-Boston, and for me, the one we just did, Suns-Mavs, I would, Suns, I would watch that. Point. I would watch that because I, I, want, I love – Luka playoff games are, like, must-see TV for me. Yeah. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't really like watching the Jazz, so I'll keep an eye on the Jazz Mavs series. I really just hope mm-hmm. they win. This one though, 76ers Heat. I can't look away from my TV for this one too, because at any point there could be a fist fight. Fist fight between the Heat players, a fist fight between the 76ers players, between both sides. Hundred percent. I I also think stealth. There's a stealth possibility that Maxi all of a sudden starts dropping 40 in these playoffs, and we see him. Like I legit believe he has that potential. And there could be like a moment where Harden is like, I'm getting 20 assists. I'm and it's like I'm gonna be more the facilitator purely. I was in Bo- in in Bo- uh, in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, excuse me, and just like dish and dish into Maxi and Embiid. I love that. Maybe Harris is benched in crunch time. Would love that too. I'd find that hysterical. Um, Drummond is there. No, <laughs> no, Drummond's with the Nets. Drummond's in the Nets. Yeah, yeah. No, I forget where he him. is, but wherever Listen. he is. I I, I I love I love that. Um, I just am. I think Philly, they think that they've like gotten rid of the um, the like anti clutch when they shipped off Ben Simmons. 
Yeah. But, like, can't you just feel it in that team? Like, can't you just feel, like, three Embiid turnovers in the last five minutes? Can't you just feel, like, two step-back air balls by James Harden? Like, I just, I feel that in my bones. And maybe it's because I dislike Philly. But, like, yeah, I, I would they, they feel one way and they're not that. You know I love the Heat. I have an irrational love of the Heat. I really do. Like, like I could, I could lube up. I could lube up to many aspects of the Heat and enjoy myself. Okay, um, but the 76ers, Here's like backtracking a little bit. So, 2018, we have the Kawhi bouncer three times on the rim, destroys Embiid, crying on the court. Okay, yes. he cares. Bubble. Oh, he cares. Embiid alone with Bruce Brown. No, I'm not Bruce Brown. Whatever his name was, that coach, the the gray guy, gray hair. Brett Brown. Brett Brown. Thank you. Brett Brown, like literally not knowing what to do. Simmons was out, but Embiid is literally like so on autopilot, just miserable. Knows he's going to lose. He's trying. I mean, like the elimination game, he put up like 20 in the first quarter, like trying so hard. Didn't happen. Last year, Embiid did a lot of really awesome things in that series, and it just, like, Simmons really was the roadblock. Like, 33% from the line. Obviously, we all saw the dunk play. Like, Embiid did everything he could. So much so that he Including 30 Rivers, turnovers. He had assists to the other teams constantly. I know. And then, but the thing was, he was so frustrated that in the press conferences afterwards, he had to spend a year, him and Doc, like, backtracking on all those things. There is a feeling from me... That I feel like he, Embiid is going to literally make this happen. Like, at least a conference finals or finals round. So while I don't have a veto and I love the Heat, I'm cool sending them on. I just, like, for me, I think the 76ers are going to have this feeling of, like, I, I just think, like, The Rock is going to go to his hand and he is, and unless it's Giannis on him, like, who's stopping Embiid? I just think he, and, and, I, and I think it's his time. The way that... So, so I, I can't veto, and I'm going to go with the Heat, but... Um, Fair enough. Embiid will stop Embiid at the end of the games. And you know what? And this is my um, pop culture reference for the 76ers. Mm, please. Um, the 76ers and Joel Embiid are Master Chief from Halo. And uh, I, was watching, um, I was watching Halo, the new series, <laughs> on Paramount+, Plus yeah. uh, because it's incredible. Um, we're not sponsored by them, but I love what you're doing, Halo, and I'm a Halo fanatic. And there's this moment where I realized that Master Chief, in any situation, I have zero fear for his life. Not like in a way that like Superman, where you're like you're uncool and like like I like get the here, I don't like you mm-hmm. because Master Chief 100% can die. But there's something about when he puts on that helmet and anything is happening that I'm like. Master Chief is never going to die, ever. It's impossible because he's Master Chief. And that's my feeling about Embiid in this playoffs. I just think he's going to be unstoppable. He's going to put on his helmet. He's going to say, I am the process. And no matter what's happening, I literally think he's going to break other teams. And it's his time. Um, And I'm looking forward to it. So he's bye-bye for now, but he's Master Chief, and I'll believe it when I see it if he dies. All right, all right. Cool. Also, well, watch Halo. It's badass. Okay, uh, now we're 2-3. I'll do two. Uh, in the East, it's not 2-3. It's the Bulls at 6 and the Nets at 7. 
Wow, Bulls two hosting lo- Nets. <laughs> this is easy. This is easy. We already moved the Bulls past uh, the Bucks. If the Bulls miraculously beat the Bucks, as we say, the Nets are going to embarrass us. Uh, I'll say five games because I selfishly want to be at the United Center for the one game that we beat the Nets. Um, <laughs> and I want to manifest that for myself. Uh, I don't think I need to say much. I think the Nets move on in five. Yeah, I think uh, that's an easy one. What do you think about one? that? Yeah. yeah, I think that's an easy one. Um, do we have any? Bulls. Have we done? Have we done? We did the Bulls. We did the Bulls. I'm gonna, pop s- culture I'm gonna save my. I'm gonna save my Nets one still. I haven't done. Um, I haven't done my Heat one, and I haven't done my Nets one either. So we'll save those both. Perfect. Yeah, I've got my. I've got my Nets one in my pocket. Oh yeah, the Bulls. Say goodbye to the trailer that had the actor accused of sexual assaults. What was your oh, Bulls okay. one? <laughs> my, mine was the 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 guy who bought a Tesla. But he, he didn't oh, he didn't the didn't the That's right. <laughs> he bought the lowest grade Tesla. Yeah, yeah. We said goodbye to the Tesla owner and the Toyota Camry buyer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've said goodbye to lots of car. Lots things. of car. Yeah. Sorry, I had two car references. Who'd have thought? Listen, I, I, my, I don't know. I, I, I put, I put. So I, we've already touched on sexual assault because of mine. I think you're fine with the car owners. Okay. Um, cool. <laughs> what's your, what's your West one? All right, we got two, three warriors. Yeah. And Grizz? Oh, possibly the best series yet. Really, Am really I... fantastic. Old heads, young heads. Like Celtics have, like... Nets is gonna be so so strong, but but that mm-hmm. this one might rival. This one, like they're 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 so opposite of each other, and yet like the electricity of them both is so similar. Like yes. the way that they can just like launch themselves into must watch TV like at any given moment um is is just the best um so we've got the, the, those young grizz um mm-hmm. hosting the warriors and the warriors um i don't believe i've given my my parallel yet so i'm going to do that now you can please you can do stop me if i did it i, I no, don't I believe don't i did, did though all right so it's nicholas cage oh are the, the warriors, warriors they're, they're, they're nicholas cage because he came on the scene and he yes. started throwing absolute haymakers He's like building up, and then he starts throwing haymakers. He okay. gets an Oscar. People forget this. He gets an Oscar. He's <laughs> at the height. He's at the prime. Then, for for years after that, after after he stopped being in good movies, it was like, hey, um, Nicolas Cage is in that movie, and we start and we we were like, you know what? I'm gonna go see it anyway. Like National Treasure is over, but it's like, you know, maybe this is another National Treasure. So I'm gonna go, and he keeps getting hired in the hopes that people will show up, and people keep being like, you know, the the Warriors if they get Clay back, the Warriors if they get Dre back, all yeah. that stuff over and over again. Now, if you don't, if you recall, Pig, yeah. my my third best picture of the year. Oh hell yeah! Where's my pig? He's back on the rise. Let's go, baby. Let's and go. that's where the Warriors are at right now. They have now moved back into the. Oh, you want this? I will be going next next week, one week from yesterday, to see the unbearable weight of massive talent. Boom! Like that's how pumped I am for Nicolas Cage again, and that's I'm how pumped psyched. I am for the Warriors again. I and he's just, playing Dracula coming up too. Have you heard oh that? Oh my gosh! Yeah, the Nosferatu. Also, is we're going together. Just... I'm coming. I'm coming with you to unbearable weight. Sorry, I don't oh, know when you're going. Go. I'm coming. Okay, let's go. We're gonna go. Um, so uh, you've got the Grizz on the one on the one hand, electric, yeah. so fun. Um, the Warriors. I'm going to just assume good health. Um, okay. Throughout these playoffs, because I know we all love those to see it. Been a little banged up. 
We're due. We're due good health. We're due, we're due good, good health. health. Last we're year we got screwed. For them. We're due good health. We're due good okay? health. So I think that this is Grays are going to come out. They're going to win the first two games, and people okay. are going to be like, "Oh my gosh, my eyes are open to John Morant and the crew." And I think yeah. the Warriors go home. They saddle up. They take okay. care of business. Back and forth until we get home courts win every time until game seven. And the Warriors tell them, you know what? We know where we are. Yes. And they put the Grizz away handily what? in game seven in Memphis. See you later. Bye-bye. We're, we're back to the West Conference Finals. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. Nicolas Cage fully back. Fully Oscar, back. Like, like going to win an Oscar – and also mm. maybe presenter at the next year. It's like him and Denzel in the front row become the kind of like mayors of the Oscar. Yes. Oscars. Okay. Yeah, they're going. This is great. Um, wait, remind me. Okay, the Memphis. What was our Memphis parallels? We had. Younger sibling was mine. Younger sibling. That beat you at, at something. That, that like beat, beat you, you at a passion for the first time. That's right. And mine was like any two... Like the guys and stepbrothers, super mm, bad. Mm-hmm. Like bro love romance bro love. comedies. Yes. Are you? Are we gonna do karate in the garage? Um, yes. Okay. <clears throat> well, really good mix there for them. So I want to read to you. I want to read to you some Memphis players. I just want to read these to you. It's a long S- list of great players. Stephen Adams, love Kyle him. Anderson, Desmond yeah. Bain. Mm-hmm. Dylan Brooks, yeah. Brandon Clark, Triple J, who, by the mm. way, has been playing out of his mind lately. Absolutely True. out of his mind this year. Um, much better. Uh, some other players. Tyus Jones, Ja Morant, Zaire Williams. I don't even know how many players I just named. But all those guys, dogs. Dogs, 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 dogs. Love him. You know who I didn't name? Jarrett Culver. <laughs> the sixth pick in the 2019 draft. Okay? It is 2022. I know 2019 seems like yesterday because of our old friend COVID. But three years ago, the Wolves drafted him, but they got Jarrett Culver. They brought, they brought him. him in. Sixth pick. He averages three points a game for them. In what, like, how deep, how crazy, what other team can go 10 deep with really, really incredible players that you're a sixth pick from a draft less than three years ago, who's not even, what, I think he's less than 22, does nothing for you. Like, that's that's a a crazy amount of depth. Like, it's not even like, like, legitimately the Warriors are, would be, love to have James Wiseman contributing minutes. They would absolutely like they would need him. Jarrett Culver, they're yes. like stay home. We like that's how now <laughs> and, and I don't think Jarrett I don't want to I don't know I don't watch a ton of Jarrett Culver. I saw him at Texas Tech. Clearly he's not really done a ton, you know. It's not like a DeAndre Hunter, same draft by the way, who's like valuable to the Hawks. But like right. I I can't like that's a level of depth and second those are all second round guys those like you got the Dylan Brooks I don't know if he was second round or late, but late like first Clark round Clark was late yeah, first like yeah. all these guys who just show up and show out and I, I'm like honestly like 
And you have like you also have other guys. You have DeAnthony Melton. Like you, you have guys who are like doing stuff. It's just like it's so much depth, and it's crazy that this Warriors team that had a couple of years to like reset and get their shit together while Clay was gone and while Steph had like the the injury he had the one year, and you thought like there was like this open tryout almost to get like depth for the Warriors so that when they had their three guys back they would have depth. They never really got the depth. I mean, like, they really can't, they can't really go big. Like, they just can't. They, like, they used to have kind of, like, malleability. They, they really don't now. Like, you have Looney, you have Draymond. Like, I, I just, I mean, like, they can't, they just can't go as big. So, luckily for them, stylistically, the Grizz don't go that big either. Like, they, they have Steven Adams, sure. But it's not like they're playing a team that can dominate you on the inside. Which, ironically, like... The East has now more of the big men model than the West does. So it kind of like is favorable to the Warriors that like this team isn't going to be able to really like do anything against them in the sense that they have to go small. So all of that is to say, even though the depth scares me with Memphis, I, I still think that because Memphis can't exploit the weakness of making the Warriors play different than their style, like I think the Warriors will win in seven. I also think it's cool because you have multiple guys that, like, you know there's going to be a jaw game where he does something crazy and it's just like, give the jaw yeah. game, give a curry game, give a clay game, and, like, we'll see where the rest of the chips fall. Honestly, maybe give a Jordan Poole maybe, game. Maybe, but, point. you know, but but also, like, give the totality of the depth of Memphis a game where if, like, the oh, bench yeah. is going crazy Bain, and everybody's Bain making and Jared, shots yeah. and, like, you know, whatever. So... Um, and maybe there's a game where Steven Adams is at like 10 offensive rebounds because they, they, you know, they're forcing the Warriors to go big or whatever. All of that is to say, I think that because Memphis can't exploit, Steven Adams isn't going to be the linchpin of their plan to like, like, I remember when Steven Adams was on OKC and OKC was playing, I think it was the Rockets maybe. Like the announcers would constantly be like, "Okay, you got to go big and you got to feed Adams." It's like that is that cannot be a strategy no. that Memphis has. <laughs> so, so that's not going to be how they exploit that, you know. So stylistically, I just think that even with the depth of Memphis, the Warriors are going to take care of business if uh, if Curry's healthy and if Draymond is, you know, not having back problems. So, uh, I like that yeah. pick. I know that was seven minutes long, but I like that pick. So Sweet. we have we have our finals now. We have our yeah our conference finals are, are set. They, they are set. So we have Warriors and um, Suns. Warriors and Suns, and then we have uh, Heat, Heat Nets. Nets. The Warriors are your favorite. I'll tell you what the Warriors are. The Warriors are Orlando, Florida. Okay, stay with me on this. Okay. A Please long tell us, time tell ago, us. long time ago, you went to Orlando and you had the best time. And you were like, Disney World? <laughs> Harry Potter World? <laughs> Water parks everywhere? Warm weather? Spring break? Summer trips? The best. Mm. The best. So good. You you even have nostalgic thoughts about going there maybe with your high school band. That was me. Getting a foot job on the bus <laughs> down there. That was also me. We can talk about that later. The, the... <laughs> so you have amazing, amazing times. Then you come into adulthood. 
And people are like, where are we going for trips? And someone's like, how about Orlando? And you're like, uh, not, I'm not 12 anymore. Like, I'm not super eager to go do the Disney magic. I don't want to be the Disney adult who every year is mm. like, got to get my mouse ears and my ice cream. And you don't want to be that. So there's a pair, there was this barren time for the Warriors, right? When they were really good years ago, they were Orlando. They loved it. Everything was amazing. It was a great time. You're nostalgic for that early Curry period, the rise, homegrown players, even Durant coming, still fun. That was like when Harry Potter World got built. It was like so much good oh, in yeah. one place. And then it was kind of like not so much injuries, Durant leaves, not so much. But then as an adult, you just happen to go to Orlando again. Star Wars land. Avatar. Pandora. More amazing roller coasters. Like the Velocicoaster at Universal. It slaps. It's the fastest roller coaster ever. It slaps. <laughs> so amazing. And you're like, I love this place. I loved it all along and I still love it. That's the Warriors. That's them this that year. The that's, that's all I've got for you. That's them. It's... I, I couldn't agree I'm more. sorry that the Orlando Magic didn't get the Orlando, but but they're not here and they didn't get it. Um, okay, Mm-mm. game one. The Suns come out. They say, system, baby. We're systematic. Suck on this. They win by 20. It's game one. Game two. Oof. Game two. Uh-oh. Splash Brothers try to stop us. The crowd cannot believe what they are seeing. Clay, 8 for 16 from three. Steph, Nine for 21 from three. Holy shit. Dropping dimes. Dropping them, dropping them, dropping them. They win game two. We go to, it's no longer Oracle, Chase Arena in San Francisco. We go, game three. The Suns say, suck on this. We are that good. We are that bitch. We are that bitch. They win. Tight game. Tight, tight game. Steph's chewing Mm. on his mouthpiece, hands on his hips. Clay is just shaking his head. Nah, bro. Not like this. Not like this. Nah, bro. Draymond gets two techs. Ejected. Game three. He's pissed. Okay? Game four. Come back. Suns win again. That all the frustration. Suns win again. They take. It's building. They take two. They take two. Jeez. Yeah, 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 yeah. So tell me what the the series is at then. It's 2-1. It's 3-1. It's 3-1 right now. It's 3-1 It was 1-1, now it's 3-1. They won both. We go back to Phoenix. (sighs) Guess what? Warriors fans travel well. Uh Uh-oh. Half Mm. the stadium's Golden State fans. The other half are (laughs) women and people who have lawsuits with Sarver because he sucks. Holy (laughs) shit. You thought you were that bitch, Phoenix? No. We are Orlando, Florida. We're that bitch. We are that bitch. They blow out, blow out. Everybody's pool is dropping them in a pool. 3-2, 3-2. Game six, (laughs) not on our court. Not knocking us out on our court. Mm -mm. Game six, Warriors win. Game seven, Steph says, I'm the king. Suck it, LeBron. (gasps) 50-pointer, drop it. Warriors go to the finals in seven. Oh, my gosh. Are you going to veto me? I think that the way you scripted that was incredibly beautiful. Thank you. There's one change I would I would like to make. Game seven in Phoenix. 
I think they go back to game seven and it's like Chris Paul truly is the man who never who never could. He said And I think <laughs> I think he does. He says, We were that bitch, then you were that bitch, but I'm a god. I'm true. <laughs> <laughs> Zeus. And and so I do want to veto. I want to take the Suns in seven. You want to take the Suns in seven? You're gonna you're gonna shoot me down. I I can't. I mean, we haven't the Suns. I don't want to watch Phoenix. I don't. I don't want to do it. How do? Okay. If I what what is the? You have to put it to me. What? Are, you can take the time. We can come back to this. We can come back to this after we do the East. What is a truth or dare that I will have to do? Do I have to tell the foot job story? <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good point. I'm gonna be honest. I had something in the back of my head. Okay. Oh, go, go. Well, you, yeah, you've had some time to marinate. But, uh, but, uh, but now, but now I'm gonna have to think of a truth or dare, because I was in my back of my head. I, I truly deep down want the Warriors so bad. Yeah. That if you were gonna be like no chance, mm-hmm. I was gonna be like submit. Yeah. But you were like oh, and so now I'm like, I think I have to. I think I have to stick to the Suns and seven. So well, st- well, I I'll override. I'll I mean you're 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 you tried your veto. I'm overriding. What is my truth or dare that I have to do if I want to? You got to put my oof. feet to the flame on it. Um, listen, I I, I don't want to I don't want a lot. This is a pretty selfish one. Should I pick a selfish one? Yeah, pick a selfish one. That's okay. I I want you to thank me at the end of every podcast <laughs> for the kitchen sink forever. Forever. <laughs> Forever. You are the last. You Forever. are the last. <laughs> I just want you, and you don't have to be super specific. You'd be like, I, I just want to thank my producer, blah, blah, blah. I want to thank this. And I want to thank Jonathan and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. Just, you can cruise by me. I just want to hear it. I really love that years from now, I will still be paying the toll for a <laughs> fake prediction that could be proven wrong in the first round. The Warriors could 100%. be swept out, and I could still be thanking you in 2055. <laughs> All right, I'm in. I'm in. You're in. So war- warriors you, go through. Warriors <laughs> go through, and I have to thank you at the end of every podcast. Perfect. And if you forget, <laughs> if you forget, you just have to call. You have to. You have to personally call me and apologize. Do you want me to thank you on the end of every pod when I go on other people's podcasts too? <laughs> no, I, I'd I really like to thank Jonathan to laugh. <laughs> and they're like, "What well, you got to plug today?" You're like, "Well, um, this new TV show I'm in, and it, uh, thanks, Jonathan." That's the Paul Rudd Conan O'Brien clip thing, the never-ending prank. Have you seen this? Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. So he good. no matter okay. what always finds a way. That's the, that's the okay. Mm-hmm. Let's shake. Let's shake on it. Boom. Fantastic. Wow, Air that's shake? really really good. Perfect. Honestly, I'm glad because I didn't want to talk about how I got the foot job. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm trying to spare that for you. Can do like a deep dive Sinky's podcast where you. <laughs> you go Gosh, I got sweaty. I like brought podcast. it up and then I was like, whoa, I am wilding out. I am I. I also, can Dude, we talk yeah. about how Nick Cannon made a show called Wild and Out and then had 11 kids with seven different women? Like, he truly, like, was like, I'm not f- around. I am wild and out. <laughs> he was like, if anybody <laughs> believes in this, I do. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's never been a more apropos anything. A hundred percent. So, that Great. all being said, we are on to the Heat Nets. Heat Nets, yes. Um, it's your series, baby. And- they're trying both teams are fighting to see the Warriors in the finals. Yeah. So Heat Nets. 
You want me to take a game by? I'll do a quick game by game. So somebody is already suspended for game one from the heat for running out of technicals. I don't know who, but somebody's suspended from the heat and, and, and probably someone has some sort of an injury that they're fighting through because the heat do not know how to take it easy. So those are the only two given circumstances. I want to throw your way as you go game to game. It's one of, it's one of either Jimmy or Kyle because one of them yes. will be like in a suit on the sideline. And the other one will still continually go to them as their favorite teammate. I just you brought it up to the Spolstra Butler fight with the video from the crowd where Spolstra is mm-hmm. like, "What do you want to do? Fucking fight me?" Is one of the greatest pieces of NBA it's content I've ever so watched. Good. It's so it's good. So good. And then, and then, is the man. Haslam, and I love Butler Haslam too. being like, don't fight him. If you want to fight him, you're going to have to fight me. I, I just loved that conversation. I don't know if it was stage. Haslam being in the NBA period is like the most hysterical and wonderful thing ever that they're like, yeah. no, no, no. We know that you are literally like, there's no chance you can help this team yeah. on the basketball court ever again, but we don't want to name you a coach but we want you to be in the locker room. So we'll pay you another veteran minimum. <laughs> well, it, it really is like, again, like Pat Riley, I, I think Pat Riley is a God and like, he's, he's so smart. Like, because I'm obviously I'm watching winning time right now, which is the HBO show. I cannot recommend highly enough, but and Adrian Brody as Pat Riley's like incredible. And there is this thing that they sum up really well of Pat Riley, like understanding after he left sports, like exactly what, teams needed to win and like having this like absolute fire within him and not knowing where to put it. And I think Mm -hmm. that Pat Riley really sees himself in Udonis Haslam and wants and would want himself uh, in like fresh out the league, like in that locker room and in that huddle Mm -hmm. as like, I'm a mother. And because Spo is not a former player, I think that it it makes a ton of sense why Pat Riley is like, as long as you want to be on the team or like on the bench has them, like you're there. And that that's a key ingredient in winning teams. The Juwan Howard role, the Nazar Muhammad role, the Tim Duncan, like you, that's a smart thing. And I I do think it helps, especially when you got like seven alphas, like the heat do. For sure. For sure. So anyway, I got you sidetracked. I'm sorry. It's all good. So game one, Butler's out. Everyone's like, dang, the Nets are coming and Butler's gone. There's no way. Game one, Victor Oladipo throws up 45 points. Skip Bayless gets on. He's like, he's going to be finals MVP. He's calling it. <laughs> he's calling his shot next morning. They, the, the thing we all missed was they still lost on the backs uh, uh, <laughs> of Victor Oladipo because Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant are like we are made for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is literally why we do this. Yes. At this point, Ben Simmons is back playing like eight minutes a game, only in the first half, and then sitting the bench and clapping the rest of the time. Yeah. So they've got the full moral support. He's not just sitting there in a lamb suit. So to be fair, Oladipo did drop forty in his last regular season game. This is oh, not yeah. far off. And twenty one, no. like twenty one, the game before. I'm looking at. Shot he shot whoa he shot sixty percent from three over two games. He had a couple good games. He okay, had a good games. Yeah. So game goes on to game two. Okay. Butler's like screw it, I'm coming back anyway. He's playing on a bum leg. Okay, great. Heat win pretty decisively. It's some of the worst defensive we've seen in the league from the Nets. Um, they're yeah. cruising. They're they're just cruising to victory. They go back to Brooklyn. 
They go back to Brooklyn. <clears throat> They're like, we weren't supposed to have Kyrie for these games. But damn it, if we're going to let anyone take a home court game from us again. They go out. They do their thing. Huge defensive efforts from Simmons, Bruce Brown, Nick Claxton. So Simmons Simmons has come back into the fold. We've established Simmons is playing. Okay. He's playing. Yeah. And also, I believe Kyrie can play at home, so he is playing as well. He can. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, he shouldn't have been, but he is now. So and they he's, have he's there. a bunch of anti-vaxxers in the crowd who are so excited that he's We're playing. Electric. They're electrified. Yes. They are electrified. And regardless, so of how, regardless of how you feel about them, you know those f***ers going to be loud. You know those anti-vaxxers oh, are going to be yelling. They yell on Twitter. They're going to yell in there. They're, they're not even gonna know. They don't even know what's gonna happen. They're just like, ah! They're really Kyrie excited. is like, you know, modern day MLK for them. Like speaking freedom to the people. Uncle Drew sales go up forty percent. Forty percent. So they have a great defensive game, and by a great defensive game, I mean only by net standards. They give up one fourteen. Okay. One twenty-five. <laughs> they solid. They win. give up one hundred and thirty. No, no one hundred fourteen. Great. <laughs> Nets come out, they lose again. They're down three to one. Oh. We're like, what is happening? What is happening? Wow. We go back to Miami on just blood and sweat and tears from Bam and Jimmy and yeah. Kyle. Just being absolute, like we do not we do not submit to this. They put up a massive game. They win. They go back to Brooklyn. Durant says, just remember who I am. And I have one more unfinished business I gotta do. And that's slapping my old brother, Silly, out in San Francisco. Hell yeah. He puts the clamps down. They're going on. They're going to meet the Warriors in the finals. Kevin Durant versus his old old crew. Wow. In Golden State. Wow. So Nets, what game was that? That was seven? Six. 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 Wow. Okay. Nets in six. Well, okay. Nets in six over the Heat to meet the Warriors. With great television if the Nets and Warriors. We're not really bold. Nobody else has made this prediction. <laughs> no, no. I mean, listen, we have the Bulls beating the Bucks, so everyone. Okay? Nobody thinks that's going to happen. So our predictions are. And I have to thank you at the end of every podcast because the Warriors are beating the Suns. So. 100%. So. Well, honestly, I actually think a lot of people have cooled on the Warriors. I don't think as many people are picking them as. Oh, people as, are out. People, people are, are out. out on the Warriors. We're, the, we're in. Um, okay. We're in. More like I'm in. You, you are semi in. Oh, <laughs> like, I'm pretty in. Yeah. I was in up until the Suns, but I, I'm in. Wait, I'm confused. I thought the Nets were up. I thought the Nets were down 3 1. I misheard you. No, so the Nets won the first game. They lost the second game. They go home. They win both their home games. Okay, and then it's like now the fighting between Spo and Butler's. And real. that's when yeah, and that's, that's when, the and that's when I'm up. like they go back to Miami and Butler just does like an all fu game with Kyle Lowry. Yeah, and Bam, I, and they win. But I, it's it's only enough to get them one more. I do want to say this: as much as you would think, like Heat culture, like those guys, like when they're down, don't count them out. I actually think Heat culture is much more front runner culture. Like Heat runner yeah. culture, Heat culture, Heat culture is more front runner culture because when they are like, like they come out, they punch you in the mouth, right? Like that Pacers series in the bubble where they just like, I think they swept them. Like they just punch you in the mouth. They they like come out, you know, guns blazing. But I actually we haven't really seen them like go, get in a huge hole and come back. We've seen them get in a hole and be like, fuck this. 
Like, you know, so I actually think they might fold in five if if that's the case, if they're down 3-1. It's it's potential. I I think that they're they're definitely, like, the the front runner, but I also think they're the team that's like, we don't get swept. We don't get embarrassed. No, 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 no. Too much pride. And so that's why I gave them one more to six. But when you said, when I heard in my head 3-1 heat, I was like, Nets are coming back. Because, like, Kevin Durant, that's a dude who, like, do not, do not count no, him out. Like, I, I think he, I think he's going to be all business. I don't think he's going to go down. And I don't think I don't Kyrie think Irving looks at the score, so I don't even think he knows. It's just like, no. I'm a bucket. What's your problem? <laughs> exactly. This is the Jalen Green. I've learned that I'm a bucket. Um, <laughs> I uh, okay, I love Nets and Six. That's great. I want to give my heat, uh, I want to give my Please. heat pop culture because we've said a lot of names. And first of all, if people don't know basketball and they're still here, then our pop culture references have been so strong, we've pulled them back in. I want to pull them back in with this. Here's the who my, the Miami Heat are, and this will prove itself true immediately. The Miami Heat are in every scene in a movie where someone goes to prison. And that person goes to prison and decides that the first thing that they're doing when they're going to prison is fighting someone. And, mm. and, and they might lose the fight, but they are punching them in the face for no damn reason. That is the Miami Heat. To each other and to everyone else, they are the prison scene. They are the person who goes in and starts a fight. They may not be able to finish it, but they are going to start the fight. And I promise you, you will watch 20 minutes of a Heat game and you will go like, Jimmy, I get what you mean. You're right. (laughs) That's my Heat. You're right. That's my Heat point. That's Um, perfect. What's your, do you want, are are we saving our Nets ones for the I'm saving it for the finals. Okay. You gave your Heats one already. What was your Heat one? It was Kanye. Oh, that's right. Wow. Like, th- well, thinks he's better and, than you. Yeah, that's You're the, like, I- I'm not sure. You might be right, but you might not be. Yeah, and Kanye yeah. might be the guy who goes into the prison and starts the fight. I mean, he <laughs> might. He's got a little of that energy, too. It tracks, it tracks a little bit. But really, he just likes to pretend like he's going to try to kill Pete Davidson and then do nothing. So, Right. Um. Yeah. All right. So we have our finals match. We have our finals match. The Warriors uh, and the... Nets. Um, I will start with game one. Uh, the Warriors are Orlando and what's yours for the Warriors again? Pop culture? Oh, uh, Wonder. Oh, no, no, sorry. Nick no, Cage. Nick Cage. Yes. So fantastic. So we have Nick Cage in Orlando, Florida versus TBD. Um, and I'll start with game one. Game one. Um, I think there is a little bit of like so I believe game one would be in in Chase. Uh, I think that there'd be a little it's a little too much for Kevin. It's a little too much in game one. He's back, he's got a lot of emotions. Should he be pissed off? Is he playing the villain? Is he not playing the villain? They don't like Kyrie. He's been there in the finals before, but like it's never really gone well when it's just his team. Nobody else. And I think the Warriors are like, this is our city. This is our town. They take game one. What happens in game two? Game two, Durant comes out firing. He is absolutely bullets. bullets. He's like 12 of 18 from the field. He's pulling up over everybody, including Draymond, just to be like, yo, I can do it on you too. Oh, yeah. And... And I think he goes off. And, and Draymond I think is Kyrie... just screaming, we won championships before you got here, bro. At him. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And I think Kyrie is, like, having a, a pretty fine game. Like, a good game. Yeah. But I think he thinks, he's like, it's us. And Durant's like, yeah, buddy. 
<laughs> even though it's it's Durant. But Kyrie's like, oh, I've taken this team down too, so let's do it. And Absolutely. so I think even just the irrational confidence is enough to like hit a couple like nice ones, um, put them ahead. I think the Nets take game two. You know what? <clears throat> and that brings me to game three in Brooklyn. There's been a lot of chitter-chatter. There's been a lot of chitter-chitter-chatter mm. about is Drummond going to be the difference in this series? No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> there goes his contract. <laughs> uh, I'm, that actually had nothing to do with the game. I just... <laughs> Oh, there's there's been no chitter chatter about that. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> you keep doing you, Drummond. Um, okay, so there's been other chitter chatter. Kyrie doesn't go to the rim as much anymore. Kyrie used to be this artist at the rack. Now it's a lot more jump shots. It's a lot more jump shots. I, you know, can, does he still have it? Is his motor still there? Has he lost the finesse because he hasn't played enough? Kyrie goes like a missile in game three at the rack. He says, you have no shot blocker, Golden State. You have no size to stop me. I am going to the rim. He goes to the rim over and over and over, getting fouled, getting lefty-righty, fake left, up and under on the right, Going, baseline, fake the right, up and under on the left, all of it. Sexy, hot. They take game three in Brooklyn, 2-1 Brooklyn. What happens in game four? Well, on, on the post game for game three, Durant's like, that's why I have this dude. That's why. Like, that's, that's Basketball why savant. I've said it for forever. He pulls him into the frame, puts his arm around him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Camaraderie is at an all-time high. Absolutely. Game four, they come out. Dre looks like he's about to, like, just, like, run a train through them, like, physically. Like, he's literally just bowling dudes over. Okay. He's 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 getting physical. The game's getting a little chippy at times. What Watch if in game Anderson's four? What like, if in I'm game four? I'm going to dunk on all you. <laughs> what if game four you were like, Durant blows his Achilles? <laughs> what if you just add like a crazy injury into one of these games so that yes, it can't uh-huh. go? You're like you you really you you galaxy brain me and you just completely injure one of the players so that I can't well, choose them. Then, then it has to be Ben Simmons back. We've really not talked about Ben Simmons much. We've not talked about Ben Simmons. I I I truly think that if like that there's a good chance he could be back for these games if yeah. they get this far. That being said, apparently I, he's gonna play I against the Celtics, dude. Apparently he's going to play against the Celtics in round one. April 25th, yeah. Is that the date what? that's been given? Ten days. Yeah, because that's game four. Game three or game four. Jeez, when is that ever? <clears throat> I'm trying to think of, I mean, that's, uh, apparently, did you read the reports that in practice he's talking a ton of shit? I'm like, that's a great leak. That's a great leak whether or not it's okay. happening. <laughs> okay. It's like sure. when you compliment, it's like when you compliment someone <laughs> for something they're not doing so that you can subtly tell them that you want them to do it. It's like. Mm-hmm. We want Ben 100%. Simmons to be a dog, so we're gonna leak that he's being a dog. <laughs> yeah. Um. Sorry. I, I keep going. I distracted um, you. Yeah, I think I think they come out. It looks like Nets are Nets are done for in this game. Halftime. It's okay. like Warriors got the mojo. But in the in the third, in in classic old Warriors fashion, Durant's like, no sir. He's he's now dishing. He's got like ten assists in this game. Oh, f- he is moving the ball. Yeah. Bruce Brown, 
Ben Simmons dunker spot dunks. Like, we've got it all. We've got it all. Even Andre Drummond's, like, maybe this helps my contract negotiations. And it doesn't. Nets (laughs) Nets take a 3-1 lead. He's wrong. Post game. (laughs) Yeah. Post game. Draymond just keeps telling everybody, like, we did it last series. Yeah. We've done it before. We've had it done to us. We're going to do it again. Wow. Okay. You know what? Nets up 3-1. Nets are up 3-1. Wow. You know what we haven't mentioned at all yet? Brother versus brother. We've got Seth and Steph on the floor here. Okay? Seth's the one that's hobbled. Man. Jeez. He doesn't look right. Does he not look okay? Don't you think? He, like, is not moving off ball the way he normally does. Oh. Let's hope get healthy, Seth. We I love Seth Curry. I love Seth Curry. So awesome. I love Seth Curry for every brother. I love I love Seth Curry for every little brother out there, or and sometimes older brother, the less heralded brother who has to be like, bitch, Mm. I beat Steph to eleven all the time when we play, bitch. And also like, to his credit, like when he was coming out, like in college, I was like, wow, Seth Curry is gonna be huge. And then he went into the draft, and everybody was like, nope. Like, and I was like, why? It's tough. He's, I mean, he's, he's not tough. Steph. He's not Steph. But, like, no. uh, the dude can but ball But always out. tell him, like, I went to Duke and you went to what, Davidson? Yeah. <laughs> so um, I wanted to bring up Seth in here. So first of all, please. you know, it, game five, it's not the Oracle, but it's still the Bay. And the Bay, they've been around the block before with blockheads just like you. The blockheads... <laughs> Each and every oh, wow. one. <laughs> Pain, disappointment. Hercules. Okay. I anyway. didn't see a Hercules reference. Yeah, you didn't come reference coming in. Anyway. They, they start really heckling Ben Simmons in game five. Hack a Ben starts. They start hacking mm. Ben to get him to the line. Mm. They get in his head. They get to him. The pressure's not even super high on Ben Simmons right now. They haven't. That he hasn't been asked him much, but they turn it on him. They get him off mm. the floor. He he's no longer he's no longer a factor in this game. Also, the night before game five, Seth sends Steph a text. You know what the Steph you know what the text says? Tell me. Bitch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> mistake! Mistake! Mistake. Big no. mistake. No. Too early to celebrate, Seth. You haven't beat him yet. It's bitch. It's not just bitch, it's bitch. Period. Like, end. End of the story. And in the back of Steph's mind, he's like, you married into Doc Rivers' family. What do you think's going to happen? <laughs> I, I didn't know we were going to go there. I was thinking, and Steph is like, you know what that period is? It's an ellipses. Dot, dot, dot. I'm coming mm. back. Now, remember, a couple years ago, this was the year, uh, I believe it was 2019. Yes. So, Warriors are in the playoffs against the Rockets. Durant has is out right now with the Achilles. He hasn't torn it yet. He had the first part of the Achilles injuries before he comes back against right, the Raptors right. and tears it. Okay? So, he's out. Game 6 is in Houston. Houston can win game 6. Uh I believe no, they yeah, they're down 3-2. I think it's in Houston. They can, but if but they're still in it. It's only 3-2. And in the second half, Steph scores like 37 points and like ends the James Harden Russell Westbrook mm-hmm. rocket situation, right. Um, right. or or I don't know if, I don't know if Westbrook was there yet. Maybe it was Chris Paul, but that that Rockets team, thirty seven points in the second half, like ends it. So Seth texting Steph causes Steph to have an absolute insane first half, an insane first half, and mm-hmm. 
he also was taking notes. Not only was Kyrie getting shit for not going to the rim enough, Steph was getting shit. People were saying online, all you got is 35-footers, bro. All you got is 35-footers. Mm. Steph, double pick. Pick on both sides. Pick, and then second pick, off ball. Cutter takes the ball to the rack. Fakes left, right. Little dazzle. Little more floater game. Hits like four floaters in a game. And we're like, holy shit, Steph's got the whole arsenal. He's got the whole tool bag. Everyone's shimmying. Everybody's shimmying. Everybody's shimmying. He's throwing mouth guards to the crowd like they're t-shirts. He's he's yeah. he's going. He's putting them in his mouth. Little suck to like suck the saliva out that gets stuck on the end. I know. I play with a mm-hmm. mouth guard. So he's and then he's throwing it. And then one woman's like, "Don't suck the saliva. I like the saliva." So he spits into it and throws it. He's throwing <laughs> mouth guards, not like Miles Bridges. It's love mouth guards. Love mm. mouth guards to the crowd. Game five, it's it's over before it started. Durant is stretching for game six before game five's even ended. It's yeah. over. It's over. Like 40 points. Like 40 points. Kyrie forgot to burn his incense. It's it's over. It's done. 120 to 80. It's done. Game five, three, two. Game six, what's happening? Game six. Also, have we done our pop culture references? I'm, I was going to say it is time for my It's time. Realm. Yeah, it's definitely time. Elimination. Do you want to... Do you want to give yours first? Um, I need to think on mine. I've been kind of, I've been doing these off the hip, you know, Wild Wild West style. But, you know, the Brooklyn Nets are, okay, I want you to, it's an ex, here's an exercise for you. Close mm-hmm. your eyes, listener. Mm-hmm. Close your eyes, okay? I want you to think of a movie that came out before 1975. Whatever that movie is for you, okay? Maybe it's, I don't know what movie. And we want to say 1975. We'll say before 1995. Whatever older movie, maybe it's Some Like It Hot. Maybe it's Citizen Kane. Maybe it's All That Jazz. Maybe mm. it's Star Wars. I want you to pick a movie that everybody says is incredible. Absolutely incredible. One of the best movies of all time. But it does not sound that great to you. Like, you read the description, you see the trailer, and you're like, I'm just going to go around and tell everybody that it's so, so great, but I've never really seen it, and I don't really care to. That has been the experience of the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets are the movie that, on paper, everybody has been saying since the beginning of time is so, so great but you haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen mm. it all come together yet. But interesting. It's not but here's the and here's the catch. Whatever that movie is, I guarantee you if it's one of those movies that I just mentioned, you know, if it is when you do see it and when it all comes together and you watch that movie, you're going to be blown away by it because everybody is blown away by it. A good example of this is it's like it's like movies that that live up to the hype. It's like, if you haven't seen The Godfather, when you see The Godfather, it will live up to the hype. The Brooklyn Nets live up to the hype. But we haven't, it's like we haven't seen it yet because we haven't seen them in the finals about to win a championship like they are now. So that's the incredible movie. Does that make sense? Yeah, you like believe it, but you don't truly know. You don't truly know because we have to see the championship. We have to finish Citizen Kane, see the sled in the fire, spoiler alert, (laughs) and be like, yeah. We gotta see it. I really it. love that. We gotta see it. I think it. that's great. But 
but it's I incredible. And we know it. I'm not even saying it's like, it's not like you watch it and you're like, I actually didn't like that. No, no, no. It is that good. It is that good. It lives to the expectation. Have you seen everything everywhere all at once? Not yet. Everybody loves that movie. But you see that when you, like, before you see it, you might be like, I don't know. I haven't seen it or like, whatever. But I hear it's great. I hear it's going to be great. I hear it's going to be incredible. Mm-hmm. That movie lives up to the hype. And that will be the sure. Brooklyn Nets when they win a championship. Go for it. Okay. So my parallel is think of a television show where you have a guest star and you're like, I freaking love this guest star. Okay. Um, like they're doing, <laughs> they're kind of slowly doing more and more as it goes. And you're like, I really, I really don't know where this is going. It's going to go one of two ways. Yeah, for sure. And, and it's building up. It's like, it, even if they're only in a portion of the episode, they are the most electric part by far. Yeah. That is why the Nets are Chief Evan Hawkins. <laughs> like you're, you're, you're so ready to see that body one more time. You're so ready to see it. You're like, you're like, oh my gosh. Can it be? I don't know how this ends. I don't know how this ends. It could, it could be a cliffhanger. We don't know. We don't know. Do we finish the series? I'm about to. I'm about to. And I have no spoilers. I have no idea what's going to happen with Chief Evan Hawkins, but I know what the people want. I know what the people want. They want this right now. Skip to the fourth quarter after a bloodbath of a game. It's like 90 to 90. Okay. With three minutes left. We're like, oh my gosh, how could this be possible? You told me at the beginning of this podcast you were going to bring up Chicago Fire, and I totally forgot until this very moment, and it was and very was special. Ready. You did a great job. I, I'm amazed that and I forgot. Keep going. For, I'm sorry. 90 for those 90. of you that are fans, for those of you that are fans of uh, of Chicago Fire, um, <laughs> I hope you stuck around. You probably didn't, but if you did, <laughs> I hope it was worth it. Dude, we were talking about strippers and Bavarian the pretzels. They stuck around. Oh, a hundred percent. Kyrie's like, I've been here before. Yeah, I've put the Warriors away. Mm-hmm. He misses two consecutive shots. It's like, what the heck is happening here? Yeah. We're about to crap away a game so that Kyrie can be man. No. Kevin Durant rises up, buzzer beater, wins the championship. People are like, is he more clutch than Michael Jordan? End of the season. Nets win. Game six. Nets game win. Game six. Wow. Well, I I mean, that that is what it is. That... I'm very happy with that prediction. I think that prediction can happen. I don't know how that prediction would make me feel. I don't know how I would feel. It would feel be very strange. If if this whole soap opera of everything with the Nets led to them winning it all, I would and it's, and, uh, something about that would seem like I would be sad. I would be sad that like all of that that it all worked. Like that it all I don't know. But it also would be incredible because, like, <clears throat> like Durant's toe was on the line last year, and I was mm-hmm. unbelievably mad that his toe was on the line. Like, I wanted him to win that. So it's like, I, because I just think he, I think he deserves, I think he deserves to win another one, and he, and he deserves. It's, it's very hard for me. I think I would be, I would go to bed with very mixed emotions if that was, ha- if that happened, um, and it would also like prove even more that the regular season is a joke. Which I don't yes, think would be would. good for the NBA. This will be the know? first time, though, that a, a seven seed will win the championship if it happens. Yeah. It's never happened before. I mean, but it makes sense because of what we're seeing the league become with the regular season. and I, Especially it, from an injury standpoint, stuff like that, too. 
you have to like I, at this point i'm like i think you need to find ways to like rig the playoffs to make seeding matter even more i would like there to be a way where like like the one seed and the two seed get a game up on their opponent automatically like something that's like getting a one or a two seed i know home field home court's great but like getting a one game advantage in like your something that like might be insurmountable like I think there needs to be something because that was always the thing about baseball and they're even trying to take that away a little bit was like literally winning your division in baseball is everything because there's one wild card or because the other ones have to play in a playing game so it's like 162 games matter you gotta win and I just don't feel if the Nets win I will be like I hope that that means that then we change some regular season rules to make it so that there's you know you. there's more consequence to not to not trying in the regular season like we still have one sport that is on the we really don't have many but we have one sport that's on the other side of that spectrum and it's it's always a good reminder for me of how of what the sports should try to do to ease towards that which is college football it's like every game in college football means everything because one loss is is it and it means that if you're a Clemson fan, you watch every single second of all 12 games or whatever it is, you know, and like, I think the more that obviously you're never, I mean, it's an 82 game season, but the more that we can say, how do we like move even the needle a little bit towards it mattering? It just would help so much with ratings and it would help so much because like if I'm going to a regular season game, I know that I'm seeing something that all the players are invest, like really invested in in winning. Um, and I, I'd, I'd like to see more of that. And if the Nets win, I'd be sad about it. I'd be sad about that, but wow. What a, what a preview. Um, but before you go and before we wrap this up thing up, I just want to thank Jonathan Talapic. Um, uh, as I always do. And as I always will do without him, none of this would be possible. So as promised, Jonathan's audio went out at the end. But he wanted to say that he really appreciated my thanks at the end. You know, always good to thank Jonathan. I always have thanked Jonathan, and I always will thank Jonathan. I will bid adieu for both me and Jonathan. Goodbye. Get out of here. Thank you, Jonathan. Stefan, hit him with those sweet, sweet tunes. (laughs) 